Hello and welcome to the Southcast on Friday the 20th of April 2012. I'm your host Dan Train. Joining me today uh, in the evening, unusually, <laughs> <laughs> although we do nightly. it more nightly than usual, is uh, Zachary Burgess. Yes, I spoke first. Surprise. He spoke first. <laughs> and Robert Kemp, I spoke first. I think you're fine. Well, I spoke first. I Rob the TV spoke you first. Rob but said, yeah, but Rob spoke first in a very specific way. <laughs> I don't even get a hello in this one. <laughs> <laughs> and Rob Kemp. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Do you want to say hello? Greetings, Rob. How are you? Oh, hello. <laughs> Fancy seeing you on this podcast. <laughs> yes, indeed. That was spontaneous. <laughs> spontaneous, indeed. Because uh, it's always spontaneous saying hello to someone <laughs> at the top of a podcast. It trips off the tongue. <laughs> trips. Hello. <laughs> hello. Well, hello. Oh, hello there, sitting on my couch unexpectedly. Unexpectedly. Indeed. So then, we're so here. then <laughs> it's time for a review of the latest Sony <laughs> Media Play. Well, we should save that. Oh, really? You, you, oh, you, okay. want to, you want to save it? Well, I guess we can do that first and sure. then. Have- so, you know, we need, we suspect we're going to need to fill for time or something. <laughs> don't tell them that up front. <laughs> well, don't worry, Lister. It's like, what, what are you expecting? What? What are you expecting? <laughs> to be honest, usually we fill plenty of time with plenty of gaming news. So, uh, that is and, true. And Actually, like every time we that, say, like, oh, we're going to run out of shit to say, we still talk for two and a half hours. Every time. It's true. Apart from one time, so far one time we've gone, huh, what? We've actually run out of things to say? It's happened once so far. Well, it's been like sort years. of, maybe. Sort of, maybe. Yeah. Okay, right. Rob's busy turning off his screensaver. In fairness, I think it was because we only sort of, that only really happened because we'd like done several casts in, in a row. row. Yeah. And then like, you know, weekly rather than our normal bi-weekly fun-a-fun. It's <laughs> fun-a-fun. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fortnightly. I hate that word. I, I like I, it because it annoys Americans. Like, it Americans does, yeah. don't, don't know Fortnite. But what does it mean? Fortnightly, yeah. How, how is that word constructed? What, where does fort mean two? <laughs> I don't know what the etymology of fortnight is, but it means two weeks, right? Yeah. Is it because when you're uh, like defending a fort at one point, your shift was two Why? weeks long? Two weeks long it's, shift. It's, oh, God. I'm, I'm, don't attack now. I'm, I'm a fortnight watchman. <laughs> I've been here for two weeks. <laughs> I'm fucking tired. Uh, yeah, I don't think that you'd last very long if that was your military strategy to have. I'm not saying it was a good strategy. But like, okay, so maybe Rob's retarded. <laughs> maybe Rob's retarded definition does actually make sense. It's like, it's, really? No, it's like it's something that would have happened at a fort every two weeks. So it was fortnight. It's fortnight. Is this where people like the townsfolk just casually go to the fort for a feast? Well, I don't know what it was. Like, it's Fortnite. Time for the iPhoning. Let's find out. Oh, blast! Nice robot. Try again. Carry on. <laughs> Feel for time. Coming up now, live wiki. <laughs> well, I'm trying. The trouble is that Wikipedia. I want Wiktionary because it gives you the etymology. Oh, that's true. So, yeah. and I don't have a button to search Wiktionary, so I have to. Anyway, searching. You could <laughs> yeah. have, we could have a live Siri test. 
No, no, never done that's that. really not. <laughs> so let's talk about an eye, uh, eye flare. Oh yeah, let's talk about eye flare. If you want, how is it on Xbox? It's shit, isn't it? Did we already talk about this last week? Briefly, but we've actually watched <laughs> something on it now, <laughs> rather than just sort of looking at it for a second, going, oh, "That looks like eye flare." Here we go. I found the answer. Fortnightly contracted form of Old English. Fourteen meaning fourteen. Nigh meaning nights. Fourteen nights. <laughs> fortnight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's quite lame. Yeah, that's, that's quite shit, yeah. Unfortunately. It's basically someone got lazy and couldn't see 14 and went, Fort. It's synonymous with the term half month. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard anyone say that one. Related terms, fortnightly, and of course, micro-fortnight. Let's find out. A period of time equal to one millionth of a fortnight. Or exactly 1.2096 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very... I'm not sure why you need that one. What is that even used for? I must be somebody pissing around, basically. Like coming up with stupid... Um... <laughs> That's <laughs> commonly used for it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reference to it. But it's, it's more... It's, 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 it, to be fair, it's another good reason to troll Americans. It's like oh, oh. a micro Fortnite. <laughs> you just sort of use that, and when you're planning or playing some sort of online game, it's like right, everyone, everyone go in. Uh, on my, on my, on my <laughs> hundred micro Fortnite, go. <laughs> or like yeah, like at the start of a Team Fortress game, the voiceover goes, "Low round starts in thirty Fortnites." Micro Fortnites, thirty Fortnites. Happy hell, it's stay connected to the server. I've been in this lobby for five fucking years. <laughs> Ah, facts. <laughs> the VMS operating system has a lot of tuning parameters that you can set with the SysGen utility. One of these is time prompt wait. The time the system will wait for an operator to set the correct date and time at boot if it realises that the current value is bogus. This time is specified in micro fortnights. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> Good to know. I guess I just like... It's a retarded way of, like, so you can have a time that is in, like, seconds, but also scales to days. Yeah, that's true. So, yes, now, the more you know. (laughs) That is quite funny. So now, word time. This time it was an actual real word rather than... (laughs) Misspelling. Oh, um, uh, I've got a corrections column from about four four casts ago. I think I I had a corrections column for last week, but I can't remember what it is, so never mind. I don't think it was an important one. It wasn't the word unworthingly, was it? That was it. <laughs> uh, you added a G in there, but I think it's unworthily is the word. Un- unworthily. Yeah, yeah, I think so. so unlike unworth- a toffee. Yeah, unlike a toffee. <laughs> <laughs> that that's, was that's my... probably unworthily. Yeah. Yeah, that was my <laughs> correction. It's not an unworthingly. <laughs> it's unworthily. <laughs> no, that's pretty close. Yeah, pretty close. Although I, I, I do feel kind of bad that I didn't make up a word there. <laughs> You did, unworthingly. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> in the dictionary, that is defined as how Rob spells unworthingly. Yeah, but we thought that it was actually a, you know, that there wasn't a word that meant what we were that trying meant... to express. But it turns out there is. Yeah. Bollocks. Bollocks. <laughs> There's a word that means that too. There is a word that means bollocks. There's several words that mean bollocks. <laughs> Some of them including nads, dogs' dinners. I don't know. No, I'm gone. I can do Balls. Let's go with balls. We like balls. How about testicles? You right. <laughs> testicles. So anyway, this is a podcast about video games. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes. Oft. 
Uh, so have we got any uh, game- well, we were about to talk about this and then yeah. I accidentally diverted us all to Iceland <laughs> okay let's talk yeah. about gadget news cheap uh, <laughs> cheap um, Sony um, mp3 me- mp3 media players has it still got the Walkman brand oh, it does <laughs> it's a Walkman wow. it is, uh, and in, in like all the instruction manuals it just it just refers to it as your Walkman in capitals yeah, it's, in always, marks. it's always in caps isn't it it's just like that is such a generic term that, like, and the instruction manuals for this thing were nuts because it's like this huge wedge came out and I thought, I thought it was just like some ridiculous instruction book but no it's like here's the English pamphlet and then separately it's like here's the French one here's the Spanish one oh <laughs> yeah yeah one. I'm like why are these not bound together or why are these in here at all well obviously because it can be sold anywhere and the weird thing is the way that sometimes you get that but the two languages are together yeah but then there's another two or three languages in a separate bound book, thing yeah, yeah. Mysterious, but finish. But the, yeah, well, why is it, it's like, it sounds like they planned ahead to think right. Well, it's only going to be sold in this region, so we need to ship this paper with that that box, and then they just shove them all in for the hell of it. Like, well, this oh, that was too complex to so. split them up. Obviously, yeah. Hmm. So, do you still right? So, well, yeah, state of the Walkman in did 2012. You, did you immediately throw away the CD that came with it? It didn't come with a CD. What? It actually came in a really small box, which was kind of scary. And I was like, this package does not look big enough. Wait, so Sony have actually given up packing in software? Well, it's though. installed on the thing. Okay, the install files right. are in the in the, the device itself. That's, that's so clever. You, so you plug it in, and it does it. And then you just run a setup from the. From them yeah, yeah, but did you just them. sort of say fuck that shit and just use media player? No, I said fuck that shit. I bought, I specifically bought an MP3 player where you can just drag and drop files into the hard disk of the player. Ah, oh, sweet. <laughs> so you can do that now yes. with a Sony. Uh, yeah, you could do that on the last one, but I preferred using media player because it sort of organised it for you. Um, well, it has folders built in into the. It has a file structure, and mm-hmm. like if you run the format on it, it all, always puts that file structure back on, so you can't accidentally delete folders. So it's got, mm. like, the music folder and the podcast folder, the images folder. Oh, cool. Whatever. Although it is a bit specific about what file structures it will read. It's like, in music, it can only read files from eight levels deep of <laughs> files. But in podcasts, it can only read podcasts if they're one level deep in their own individual folder ah, for the, like, channel, basically, of the okay. podcast. So it won't, if you put a folder inside that folder, it can't see them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's mysterious. So have you uh, played some uh, podcasts through it? Have you played our podcast through it? No, I haven't done that yet because I got it today. So Oh, you only got it today? I was okay. waiting to play a podcast because I was like, I hadn't listened to the bombcast this week. And I was yeah. like, I'm waiting for my, for this to get here, but then it only turned up like today. I was about to try and describe it when, you know... You know <laughs> it's black, it's a rectangle. It's quite sleek. But, you know, there was a period where, you know, I think when these, these this design of player first came out, they were... I say this design, I'm going to have to try and describe it to you. It's the one that looks like a mobile, but isn't a mobile because it doesn't have enough buttons. What's the equivalent but it's iPod like, these days? Nano? I suppose no. it's like the Nano. Yeah. But without obviously without a jog wheel and things like that. And a, because the nanos haven't got touchscreen yet, have they? Oh no! Well, oh, they've changed those now. No, the nanos do now. Don't now they? Aren't they? Yeah, they don't have any kind. So they have. They don't have a, like an iPod Mini or something, do they? No. They've got like a halfway house between iPod Touch and. No, I think they no. got rid of that. The... So what is the range now? Shuffle, shuffle, then nano. nano. Then do they still do they still sell the classic? I don't think they talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> like they don't want you to know. Yeah, yeah, and then it's the iPod. Touch really is that it? That's yeah. the whole range. Amazing. Well, they do. Have... It's like they did need to cut it down a bit, really. Yeah, they had like a million goddamn different versions. Yeah, they did. Yeah. 
But yeah, the point I was trying to make is that when these ones first came out, they had like a nice snappy name, but now it's the NWZE464, which is slightly less snappy. Well, this is um, actually kind of an interesting place in the market, actually. I guess it's E-series, I suppose, would they describe it as, but... Because presumably this Maybe. is between, a sh- but if you think about it, it's between a shuffle and a nano. Because it must be yeah. quite a lot cheaper than a nano. I would have thought. Well, and, f- well fifty quid for the eight gig. Yeah, it will be. Uh, but it's um, not got a touchscreen. But how much is a shuffle? An eight gig shuffle is probably like forty-five quid. Shuffles are quite expensive it's for what got they no are. Freaking yeah. screen, although it's tiny. So depends on your priorities really <laughs> I quite like the idea of having a little screen <laughs> so you guys you see what you're doing well, well, there, there, is, well there is something nice about that the, the one thing I miss because when I'm driving now I, I have it plugged into my iPhone yeah yeah. and in all honesty the use of a touchscreen is not as safe as having a physical button you can just find that's true and it's like the iPod doesn't it, make it easy it also doesn't really help that y- your iPod Dot thing is quite far away. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. And, and my stereo obviously doesn't support proper syncing, so it's yeah, uh, I lose that. If you had like your if your iPod was like and they're like next to the handbrake or something, that'd probably be easier. Yeah, but I'd probably not look down if I can help it. You know, sort of like one of the. I guess. Okay, so just put it right in the middle of your view. That'll be much safer. Yeah, exactly. I'll just put it where where in the in the, in the focal point of my driving mechanics. It's... <laughs> Makes sense. I can't but, remember what it was. I saw some stupid gadget or something with a screen. I can't remember what kind of gadget it was. It was some kind of thing with a screen, anyway. Touch screen? Or no, normal screen? No, it was... Quite no. a lot of things have screens. Yeah, yeah, it was just some kind of... I can't remember... This is a really useless thing to say. <laughs> but it's like, it had a screen, and it was like, oh, you can use... You can put it on your dashboard, and, you face, and, and then you can mirror the image so that you can see it and reflect it in your windshield like a heads-up display. It's like, oh, what?! Yeah. <laughs> Well, cars do that. No, but, yeah, but it's like, this is a completely separate device, and I'm not sure even with a really bright screen that I'd really, you'd really be able to see it that well, reflected back off a windscreen. Yeah. <laughs> if it was a system designed to do that, sure, but if it's just some... Yeah, I think it was just some... Some, some thing. You know, something that you could do with something else. Was it a big lens that you strapped to an iPad? No. <laughs> I'm not sure what it was. Doesn't sound like a good idea to me. And then somehow, like, sticky back oh, no, plastic I remember what it was. I think it was some kind of... It was some kind of GPS device, except it was it was basically displaying a speedo based on your movement on GPS. Right. It was like, your car already has a speedo. Why do you want this other one that you can reflect on your windscreen? I guess it's a heads-up display. Wow. Mm. You, got, you got less eye movement. But can't barely see it. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's night, of course. Next bit, then you can see it. Yeah, because I say a lot of cars do that, don't they? Like, like the be- uh, a lot of Beamers have heads now, and, yeah, uh, which are probably invisible during the day. <laughs> yes, maybe. So, uh, hmm. so, when are you going to use this MP3 player thing? What kind of time when you're not at your PC? Yeah, when's that? Well, I have to go to various things in various places. Oh, but that's I'm, true. I, I have a mysterious man. <laughs> <laughs> well, he I'm comes and goes. I've been considering that, like. <laughs> Maybe in, instead of, like, shitting around on Minecraft when I listen to podcasts, I could, like, go for a walk. Yeah, that's what I... <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit, what was that? <laughs> Exercise bit, was... So you can... A four-letter word beginning with W that doesn't end in ank. Well, it is going up to... <laughs> <laughs> where would you get that impression from? 
Men? I... <laughs> Men? <laughs> it's coming up to the summer, so nice for Yeah, exactly. Guys. You're just going to listen to the bombcast or the Santa Claus. Yeah, and, and because it has an alarm, I can have it play a sound effect in the middle. <laughs> what? Well, it has an alarm yeah. setting that will just play any random piece, you know, an MP3. Right. So I can put in a random MP3 alarm sound or, you know, whatever the fuck I want. I can have the classic Team Fortress... <laughs> scout sound effects if I want like Rob's phone <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and then just set an alarm that goes because it's got a clock set an alarm that goes off halfway through the time the the length of the vo- of the podcast right and then I, that'll tell you when to turn around and come back <laughs> ah I see <laughs> that's genius so you're just going to walk in one direction and not stop until you hear that alarm. yeah exactly <laughs> and that's your reign yeah <laughs> awesome I was thinking I might turn it into an ingenious like art project or something but like if I take a camera with me I can take a picture of wherever it is how far away I get <laughs> and then like have this ingenious like ring of photos uh, uh, like a radius around, around me <laughs> what would you call it the uh, the half cast no, no, hang on see <laughs> that's my accidental racism that was a good one <laughs> half cast <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> um I hope there isn't a podcast called that on iTunes. But um, it probably is. <laughs> oh dear, I do apologise. With that, an iPhone, that, totally, that was proper accident. <laughs> I guess with an iPhone, you got everything really. You got the podcast, you got the alarms, you've got the camera, and the geo geo yeah. location tagging of the pictures. But I don't need a got phone. Map. So yeah, but that's it. Yep, fair enough. And also, you don't need contracts or any of that crap. That's true. I especially don't. So I know I haven't, like, I ever make a phone call ever. Yeah. Um, does the uh, iPod Touch have a camera in it now? Yeah, I think so. Mm. Interesting. I was surprised that that thing has a microphone. It does? You can do voice recording. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Record your own podcast while you're on yeah. the <laughs> Like, additional, I'm out in parking. <laughs> You know, as small as that thing is, I know that they do a variant of it that has stereo speakers built onto it for some reason. Yeah, I, to annoy people. Yeah, while basically. While you're ch- I saw. Around. I think there's also like an attachment as well that you can attach to that one that gives it speakers. It's <laughs> <laughs> such, such a shit idea, isn't it? It's like I, I really, really despise kids that just sit around like with their phones on for some reason. Like, this is an excellent way to like to, to to listen to music through my shitty, shitty phone speakers. Yeah, and do it in public so they can whip their hair back and forth musically and just sort of you know rhythmically, right? Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Well, no, no, but in, it no, makes right? they, they wouldn't actually be whipping their hair back and forth. That was like using a shit song that would come from a shit speaker with a shit voice. Sorry, she actually does. That's a really annoying shit voice that would just sort of like annoy the shit out of people. <laughs> Music <laughs> shit, shit, shit. shit. Yeah, There's so much shit in there. <laughs> It just has to get out of the film. Yeah. Like, the kids bloody in, my, in this neighborhood have started doing it. <laughs> These damn kids! Oh, yeah. Get off my lawn! <laughs> literally, literally, yeah. I wish it was like, my lawn, but it basically is. I changed lawn. some rules. Well, that bit out there is. Yeah. Well, they're, they're, tiny bit. Fortunately, they don't just stand right outside my house window whipping their hair back and forth with their phones. Right. <laughs> it's going to be summer soon, and that means we'll have background noise for our podcast of like children. That's true. And oh, good. Ice, ice cream vans. Yeah. Classic. <laughs> the sound of rampant barbecues. 
Probably. <laughs> I just got. I, I, no, I got like a repertoire. I've got, like got, like got like an image in my head of a stampede of barbecue just coming down the road for some reason. Yeah. I'm sure you do. It's a great day. And also, the other thing about that was the Sony headphones. Those classic, ridiculous. Are they still doing the groove? Goddamn. They're the ones I use here, Sony headphones. They've just. Well, the first thing was, it's like, they have the different rubbery bits yeah. for like large, medium, and small. Who the fuck uses large and medium? <laughs> I, I use medium because it's a better seal than yeah, the small exactly. I can barely fit the small ones in here. It's like jamming, and it's like, man, this. I mean, it sounds okay, but it, I don't actually like the fact that it blocks out, like, all the outside oh, noise. It's like, I, actually, I kind of want to hear stuff so I can be aware of things. If you're walking and there's any kind of traffic around, it is a But Or like, when you're driving. Because it, oh, it says in the manual, it's like, do not all use these when driving. Yeah, don't. And I was like, well, I'll just use normal headphones because then I can actually hear other things. I suppose if you're using, like, yeah, a set of, like, old school headphones that just sit sort of on your ear rather than around it, then you might be okay. But even so, I still wouldn't do that shit. Yeah. I don't, that'd freak me out. Yeah, I don't know about yeah. What <laughs> about driving with in ear headphones? It's not like you need to hear anything apart from engine noise, really, or beeping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the occasional. Yeah. Oh, holy fuck! <laughs> I suppose people listen to the radio pretty loud, don't they? Yeah, I don't know. I just think that seems a bit weird to me. There you go. I don't know. I wouldn't yeah, want to be cycling. I'd, I'd want to hear a few things. Yeah. Headphones on. Oh no, god no! People do that all the time, though. It's like it I is. can't do that. I very nearly got it ran, run off my bike when I was doing that because I, yeah. I, I just couldn't hear something coming. Like, it was my fault. Yeah. It's bad enough trying to cross the road. <laughs> Sometimes. I don't know. I'm just, I, I get really self-aware when I'm listening to like um, a Walkman. Like, I start thinking after a while, it's like, am I breathing stupidly? <laughs> like, am I sort of walking along going, <sighs> and I don't know. Have I turned at the Darth Vader during the course of this walk? <laughs> I like um, uh, I use uh, in-ear headphones when I'm walking home usually to listen to an album or whatever. And mm. if it's cold and raining, then I have my big Parker coat and I have the it, you know the hood up and it's mm. got the furry bit round, but it severely reduces your peripheral vision. So whenever I get to a junction, I'm like looking round, yeah. like so, like <laughs> super exaggerated checking for traffic <laughs> because I'm so paranoid about getting run over. <laughs> like, yeah. That's a good sound of it. Yeah, it makes it slightly <laughs> less serious than it really is, doesn't it? It's like doopy doopy doop a dump. Doopy doopy doop. And I sometimes think, if I get run over and killed, like, I, I always think, like, yeah. well, I always sort of stride out very confidently on zebra crossings because I just think, if I get run over, it'd be so ironic. Just the image of me dead on a, like, a crossing where you're supposed to give way to people, pedestrians. It's like, yeah, you bastards. That's not ironic. That just means they, they were mad. <laughs> do you imagine sort of. I think like that's a, ironic, really. Do you imagine a camera looking yeah, down, yeah, looking down. Like, slowly pulling Panning away out, and yeah. rotating slightly while it fades to black, leaving just your corpse in the middle of the screen. <laughs> yeah. And then and then it says, "You are dead. <laughs> you are dead on a crossing. God damn it! We yeah. try. <laughs> yes, no. <laughs> that's not ironic. That's just like a bad driver. Yeah. It's like when I was driving home the other night from here last week. I guess not the other night. <laughs> there was like and then some. There was a car that had been had its back smashed in by a lorry, and I was like, "So what happened? Did the lorry hit that car, or did the car break, and then the lorry ran into it?" 
Or did the card just reverse? <laughs> no, it was on like I'm quite... I, 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 I kind of think it's like... Well, obviously... Uh, initially, this was kind of a, a bit of a... Sort of dip. This is an outtake right here. That's all of the last 30 seconds. It was like, it was the last 30 minutes, I think. <laughs> it was sort of a bad, you know, sort of stereotype. But I was like, oh, I bet that lorry driver was an you know, idiot. <laughs> but probably what had happened is like the, the car, it was coming up to a junction. So the car probably braked too hard and the lorry couldn't stop it down. Car probably did check his rear view to see there was a lorry right off the road. <laughs> so this is our message for today. Don't drive like a douche. Yeah, be be actually good at driving. <laughs> be good at driving. There was a BBC like news thing where they it was one of those stupid like shit stories that they do from time to time to fill space to pad out the news. Where it was like, let's ask these random pedestrians whether they can recognize whether they actually know what these road signs mean. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's like how do you not know what the speed hump sign means? How can you possibly not understand that thing with two humps on it? <laughs> You mean it's not boobies? <laughs> exactly. I did actually say that. I think the one they threw up to confuse people, I can't even remember what it is, I only just, but it was like the number 30, like for a speed limit, but instead of being in red, it was in blue. Oh, right, yeah. I, I, don't, no, remember, I don't know what that yeah. is. I'm not entirely sure. I know that blue means, uh, like, uh, helpful uh, encouragement or whatever, rather than <laughs> so negative. So it's clearly that side is telling you to go 30. Yeah, it might be. Or 30 is a good speed to go at this point. <laughs> don't slow down too Here much. comes the ramp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, for example, like, a, a, a sign that says right turn ahead is in in blue, right? You yeah. you turn right, but if it says no left turn, then it's, it's red. red. Yeah, so it's like reinfor- helpful encouragement rather than. I don't know if it's high encouragement. I wouldn't have called it helpful yeah. encouragement. That's a bit of a weird. Term. It's probably just another, a, a speed limit sign. You know, it probably just means the same thing. They just they run. It's probably out like red. in a hospital zone or something. Yeah, they ran out of red. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't do that though, would they? Because they no, you can't confuse things. No, maybe maybe. But, but, um, Basically, the fact that we don't know what it is, and the fact that we've never ever seen one of those, probably yeah. doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, almost certainly not. Maybe it just means there's 30 police cards ahead. <laughs> police cards? <laughs> yeah, cards. <laughs> <laughs> just cards. The, 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 there's plenty of room for them, you see. Yeah, fair the hard, The hard shoulder can fit plenty of cards in. <laughs> so, um, video games? Maybe. No. No! We've done half an hour of shit. Let's just keep <laughs> Let's going. Let's carry on! Hey! Words. Do you want to start then, Dad? Oh, what well, news! News! Let's do the news! news. news. That usually takes our half an hour at least. Did half anything, won't this time. Did anything interesting come out of PAX? There it is in full. <laughs> they play the like, more pull. playing of Borderlands 2, but that's just Borderlands 2, so... Nothing new, I suppose. Not much to say about it. It's like Borderlands 1. Only better. But without dubstep. (laughs) It's like they teased us with the dubstep trailer and haven't put dubstep in the game. You you, you don't do that. That's just wrong. (laughs) What's the most dubstepist of games? Syndicate, apparently. Yeah, probably a syndicate, to be honest. It's the only game that's come out since dubstep has been gone off, right? Well, I don't know. People were saying that the Battlefield soundtrack was that is not dubstep. Hints of dubstep. No, it's not mm. proper dubstep, but it has a bit of like underlying wub. <laughs> True, underwub. I, I don't know if I'd say any of those sound effects in that <laughs> music are wubs. <laughs> they're not like wub wub wub. 
It's sort of like they're probably wubs in the more literal sense of it, isn't it? It's like as opposed to wub. <laughs> that's more literal. It's got more G's in it. G's and H's. Like it's more one. <laughs> yeah, it's more. It's more wub. That's why I need to offer to come off from a one step off from dubstep. Just one. <laughs> <laughs> Not as good as donk, but you know, banging donk on it, a donk on it, indeed. Yeah, I don't, really, I don't really know much else of Pax other than that. You know, it's there's a new. There, we, I don't think we mentioned this before on the cast, but Penny Arcade Adventures is totally back. Yeah, but in on a the Race Lake Precipice of, uh, of Darkness, episode three. But in a different guy. In a different guys, Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's, it's gone all like low Final bit, Fantasy 4 yeah 8-bit RPG style hmm. which could be right. good okay maybe I don't know there's more, probably more space for dialogue there was quite a lot of dialogue in the other ones in fairness yeah well apparently that was one of the reasons that um, they didn't make a third one was possibly because they couldn't keep the the writing they couldn't keep up with it I don't know about that no Hothead just bailed on them right that's yeah. pretty much what I'm it pretty was. sure that Jerry would have been able to shit some shit out <laughs> as he often does <laughs> yeah he certainly does oh god <laughs> yeah prolific so, so I've specifically not read because the, they did the comic version didn't they of episode 3 of Race oh what, yeah the pro- like the was so, it really a comic, yeah, like an illustrated story? Well, yeah, kind of. They were supposed to try and finish off what, where the saga went, and I specifically haven't read it in the vain hope that they'd get round to this. So I wonder if they're going to, like, retcon change it. That. Yeah, like, re- yeah, retcon the story to make the game interesting to people who don't know it. I wonder yeah. if... Because with the, like, 8-bit graphics, like Final Fantasy IV or whatever, I wonder if they're still going to have the same, like, actual comic illustrations as well for, like, dialogue. They're all very pixelated versions of. Well, yeah, but that's what I'm wondering. It's like because the half the point of it being a Penny Arcade game is it has some of the Penny Arcade has art, has some of the art, yeah. <laughs> or, or is um... and then like even in the first episodes, it was like it was trying to ape the style with like weird cell shading or whatever. Mm. Mm. Or are they just gonna you know like not bother us? Like I'm, I'm going on holiday for a few weeks. This game could just shit itself out. <laughs> <laughs> so like Jerry will have to shit out story, but Mike can avoid shitting out. Yeah, he, he can just he can just yeah he can just go and <laughs> do something else. He can work on like just just do art for something cool and then have Jerry shit some words out later. <laughs> We're really underplaying Jerry's like contributions. Well, here, he, right? I think he probably <laughs> would describe it as shitting shit out. <laughs> he would. Oh man. Oh, did you see that? That perhaps too real stroke lately with the uh, art of yeah the realistic and the fourth panel of it as well. Yeah, that was. Did you see that? No, I'm behind. He actually drew the actual for the first time ever the the actual uh, portraits of what they look like in real life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it was pretty good. Yeah, actually, they, it was quite gross. <laughs> Which is probably... Yeah, his, his, art, his art does occasionally take on a Ren and Stimpy approach. Well, that it? was exactly yeah, what that they is said. what it looked like. In the no, fo- really. no, but in the fourth panel, they actually mentioned yeah Ren and Stimpy, or the, the guy that made Ren and Stimpy. I think yeah, yeah, intentional. So, but yeah, so that was deliberate. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. Oh. <laughs> that was a good one today. Sorry, this isn't <laughs> no. podcast, but you, uh, uh, role playing D and D today. Oh yeah. So it's anyway, like, go read Penny Arcade. Go read Penny Arcade if you don't already. And watch all the other Penny Arcade TV shit. Yes, it's all good stuff. 
That's Fast the extra credits. It's not really PA made, but that shit is awesome. I just like the fourth panels though, they also missed. So, yes. Uh, are there anything else at PAX, games-wise? Not that I really know of. No. It's not really a place for new announcements. Uh, there, wasn't, there wasn't really anything that caught my eye, anyway, let's put it that way. Zach, did you see this announcement of this new Bethesda game? Uh, Dishonored? Oh, I've seen stupid adverts for it all over the goddamn place suddenly. Yeah. Did you see the uh, trailer thingy? No, just little bits of that trailer that are in the adverts. So what is it? Is it like the Fallout team? Like doing I don't know what else? team it is. Oh. I don't think it is uh, an RP- the, the RPG team at all. Mm. I mean, it doesn't look like that sort of game at all. Seems like it's going to be first person. Because uh, Fallout because <laughs> Fallout Skyrim hasn't been. Oh, they're first person, but it, <laughs> I, I don't know. It looks like a sort of action, kind of looks like Thief or Assassin's Creed, kind of. Uh, you're an assassin. <laughs> uh, in, Do you have a creed? <laughs> uh, probably. <laughs> Although you've dishonoured your... You like, was it you worked for the Empress and then you... Now you've... Some kind of weird steampunk shit. Yeah, it's steampunk slash... Yeah, so neo-Victorian. So it's basically, it's like Assassin's Creed versus Bioshock. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. Assassin's Shock. <laughs> that's basically it. <laughs> so we don't know much about it, but... Bio-Creed. But the fact that they've suddenly started advertising it tons is yeah. like, where did this come from? Sudden advertising blitz. That's the way you make a brand, I think, though, isn't it? They think that, you know, because... Flood the market, everyone knows about it, gets pissed off. But how far away could it be? That's like, if they're... That's true. Already trying to market it so much, how long away could it be before it releases? It can't be that far. I mean, it depends. SimCity is freaking ridiculous. You can pre-order that. It's not going to be out for another Yeah, but that, has, just had, that hasn't had a shit ton of marketing. <laughs> Well, no, that's true. Well, I suppose unless you use Origin. Yeah. I don't think it's even been that much on Origin. It's not like it's been on the like on the tickers or anything to say, buy this now. It's like, and you can't even, it's really goddamn hard to even, because Origin sucks, it's really annoying to even get to that page where it's like, oh, something simulation. <laughs> Origin fails on all levels, doesn't it? <laughs> We've said that before. What it's trying to achieve. It's like, the store just doesn't really function very well as a store. Hmm. I haven't had any problems with it for just run, downloading and running a game in that sense. It seems to work. I did have, an, <laughs> I did have a problem with a Battlefield update once. It just right, didn't, okay. It just refused to actually download any data for quite some time. It said, I'm downloading! Yeah. And nothing came down for a very long time. But that could have right. been a flaw with the uh, um, deployment, I suppose, of the patch. But Yeah. Well, obviously, these distribution systems aren't that easy to get right. I mean, Steam was a a nightmare when it launched. But yeah, I remember Um, when it first came out, it was bloody awful. Yeah, it was terrible. I think they they put almost half their development effort at Valve into Steam itself rather than any games. (laughs) Or 100% of it, judging by how many games (laughs) they put out. (laughs) Lulz. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, yes. Dishonored. Don't know much about it. No. Uh, what else? Good news! Yeah. Halo 4 has a release date. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's in November. Mm-hmm. Of course it is. At the same time as the COD window. Same and time it always is. Yeah. Try to take over the world. And that's what they'll do. So, they're, they're, them's the breaks there, yeah. But no new info about it, I presume. Um, Just Halo's. Apparently there were some screenshots. <laughs> Just Halo. <laughs> Just more Halo's. Apparently there were a few screenshots that I haven't been bothered to go find yet. Right. 
No, no, nothing, yeah, just general shots. There's nothing particularly mm. special. No real controversy. Oh, they've showed what Cortana's going to look like. Oh, it, the most important thing of any yeah. Halo game. And she looks kind of like she did in the last game. A little bit, yeah. They've kept, <laughs> a little bit. They've kept, they've, <laughs> they've, 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 they've kept most of the Halo 3 styling, but uh, <laughs> with some slight differences. But what's the in-universe explanation for this mysterious? Yeah, why does Cortana update herself? I suppose she's a you know she's a female computer program, so she might she might be <laughs> she's a female. I'm sorry, I'm, she's a male. She might be she might be image conscious to some degree. Uh, why why I was imagining like, that what, you were going to make a much more logical argument, like she's an AI, so she's evolving well, or she, something. Not that she's a woman. <laughs> <laughs> got some spare time you know and I guess well, analysing the battlefield probably you know doesn't take off all her time <laughs> she's got probably got a few spare cycles that she spends on you know just upgrading her graphics card yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna redo my hair routines it needs, to, it needs to flop slightly more realistically. Well, actually, you know, the difference between the first and the second game is that I actually need a mouth that works that's <laughs> what <laughs> <But> you do <laughs> Well, okay, they could easily explain why Cortana changes, but they can't explain why Master Chief armor changes completely, can they? That's just impossible. Unless, well, except for the one time where it was legitimate, where it's like, yeah, come back. To, no, I mean, yeah. between these two. Halo yeah. 1 to 2 was fine. 1 to 2 is fine. 3 to 4. Maybe there was nanobots or something that yeah. built it in his stasis farm. Clearly. <laughs> oh, hi. <laughs> Nanites, that explains everything. Not that it matters. I don't really care. They can they can make him look cool. I don't mind. Doesn't have to be an explanation necessarily, or does there? <laughs> uh, they, but I think it's because they've made a deal of it before. Why they made a change to him that to make one now seems like completely dumb. There's no yeah. need for it. Yeah, no, it's going to be another generic power armor suit with a gold visor. I'll be green, and it'll be green. Yeah. Yeah, if it just suddenly changed colour, that would be slightly more dramatic. That's the cheapest now. Oh, I was a bit annoyed. I was playing Reach the other day, and because I've got a flaming blue head on, on my character, like everyone. You know, naturally, like <laughs> yeah. everyone does. Yeah, I. Uh, um, uh, it, it, it appears during the during the game fine, but I was kind of hoping my flaming blue head would still be flaming and blue during cutscenes. Yeah, but it totally isn't. Oh. Fine. It's like oh, it's disappointing. It's like <laughs> I just wanted to sort of spend most of my time in the cutscenes, like especially the one where you meet um, um, Halsey. Is it? I can't remember her name exactly. The 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 the, the, the scientist. Oh lady. right. And you're you're wandering in, and she's interested in George, and of course you're just standing there with your flaming blue head, and no one's batting an eyelid. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh no, no, I'm fine too. Carry on <laughs> with my flaming blue head. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bit of a problem. <laughs> it occasionally obscures my vision, you know, with like blue fire. One too many flaming mo's. <laughs> Flamo. Mm. Mo. 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 <laughs> Simpsons are still relevant, bitches. Mo 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 mo. Mo 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 mo. Mo to the movies? There's a mo name. <laughs> so, I'm trying to think of other news. I suppose Fez is out. Yeah, yeah. And apparently we should buy that shit. Apparently, apparently we should buy that shit like a thousand times. Apparently we should buy that shit and not read the internet about it because well, <laughs> otherwise you'll spoil everything. Yeah, and I am tempted, but I've got other shit to buy first. Damn it! <laughs> I was just suggesting it should be a team effort. 
Maybe, yeah. Some of the harder cryptography stuff that <laughs> well, apparently is in it would might be a challenge. Yeah, it's just the brains. Yeah. Cryptography. Yeah, yeah. apparently it uh, gets to the point like one. It's half, not that complicated. I'm sure yeah. it's I, like the first thing I thought when I when I even just from like the small hits of it in the quick link is it's like oh look there's suspicious looking symbols all over the place. I wonder if those might happen to translate into letters somehow. <laughs> mm. It's probably all just Caesars of some kind or you know letter replacement stuff. Yeah. Unless it's actual cryptography, in which case we'd probably where puzzle where puzzles mean lead to other puzzles that you need to remember. Well, I'm sure they, I'm sure it might do that as well. Yeah, there might be some recurring stuff. And people have suggested that you need like a notebook, yeah, some actual notes. Yeah, yeah. There's been a few reviewers that said that there's like you know there's not been many games which actually had to get I've had to had to think about it outside of the game in order to solve it, and they've been saying that's a good thing. Yeah, which is. I can't, you know, honestly, I can't make up my mind about that because it's like there's a certain amount of there is a sort of cool fact, you know, a geeky cool fact to having to go away and think about something, and then when you crack it, there's like that excellent fuck yeah. But at the same time, it's like, am I going to be asked? Really? <laughs> well, you might not be. <laughs> well, that's that. Yeah, you 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 would probably. I remember a stupid but, thing. So that's the good thing that the game really only, you only need to complete half the game in order to get to the end sequence. Yeah, but the end sequence is the important thing. The first end sequence. Because mm. the whole point of that is it's new game plus and then you get some kind of new ability or something that actually makes, um, unlocks all kinds of other puzzles and things. Yeah, and then it turns into an almost different game. Yeah. So, I guess you'll have a ending of some yeah. kind. Well, yeah. It's, it's kind of good in a way because it's appealing to, like, multiple levels I guess yeah maybe it was a stupid thing related to note taking last time I played the original Deus Ex mm-hmm. I decided I was like because I heard about how you can get Anna Navarra's kill code kill switch yeah off like emails right at the start of the yeah. game and I I found one of them but you have to like find the other half to to get the two halves of the code or whatever yeah and well Sort of tangentially to that, though. While I was trying to do that, I had to get, like, the passwords to everyone's computer. Yeah. And there's an email that you can read that has, like, everyone's... It's like, oh, no, I've had to reset all your passwords. Here they are. Listen yeah, now. I've an email. <laughs> yeah. Security is very tight in Natco HQ. But for some reason, I'm not sure why, but for some reason, that email wasn't going into my logs. Ah, oh, blast. So it wasn't saving it, so I couldn't look so it up. So you had to write it down? No, what I actually did was I used my phone to take a picture of the computer screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that might still actually be on my phone, because <laughs> I haven't deleted anything off it. So did you get the kill code for Anna Navarra? No, I couldn't get it to work. I actually found both yeah. emails, but then when it came to the time where where I should have had an option to say kill code, it never came up. And I was oh, like, what did I do sake. wrong? Uh. I hate it when that stuff happens. <laughs> yeah. So that kind of sucked. Damn you, ancient logic. <laughs> That's a shame. Yeah. It's a great game. It's funny. Make people laugh. Because <laughs> <laughs> obviously, you, you obviously used the Gunter's one. Yeah, obviously. Obviously. Because I had a big, fight, a big hassle to find him in that stupid church. Yeah. And the fighting is lame. Yeah. So <laughs> they should have put that into the new one, Kill Codes. So he didn't have to But do no one else has augments that yeah, really that. Well, one of them does. Yeah, but, well. Yeah, but it's not, yeah, it's not at the level of. No. Yeah, it's not like, it wouldn't cause your whole body to explain. It might like cause your arm to fall off or something. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they sort of did do that when like everything glitches out and everyone just starts falling over in a thread. That was sort of the equivalent. You in spoiler territory there. 
Deus Ex came out like last year. Yeah. <laughs> Just a case. You know, always preload that shit. I always like the way uh, JC Denton, he always, he says it really casually to Gunter. He's like, oh, I know you kill code. I can't remember what it is. And he's like, oh, I am not a machine. Sticks and stones. <laughs> it's just really kind of jilted and cheesy dialogue, but somehow it's awesome. It's like, wait, oh, is, no, is that Daddy. Not sticks and stones. Okay, no, good. it's... Uh, it's something machine, it's isn't it? That's why machine, he replies. It's a Putin machine or something. Yeah. I am not a machine. Sticks and stones. <laughs> oh, no, Daddy. What a shame. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Genius. So, yes. What were we talking about? What was the news there? That was Fez. Fez. Ah, oh, so right. I hope, to, I hope to hear more about Fez. Yeah. Pimple. Okay. okay. <laughs> You're obsessed with that one sound effect. This is a classic Rob, oh, Rob no. obsession. Uh, it's like just one tiny element really appeals to him. <laughs> on, on the Arabian Nights or is it called Arabian Nights or is it yeah like, I think so yeah or something like that anyway there's a the, when you lose the ball the bonus sound sort of just is musical it's like it counts away the hundred thousands of your bonus by going and then you get the extra bonus bits added as well so it's like and it's just awesome <laughs> yep and you know it's a proper pinball table and it behaves like a proper pinball table and the physics are yeah. nice unlike pinball FX which I've always had a bit of a problem with that is actually a pinball simulator yeah more or less it's, it's good it, but I still 800 points possibly a little steep <laughs> you're, you you're just so life. living in the past I know you have to give up the idea of 800 points being too expensive because otherwise everything's going to be 1200 points and then you're never ever going to buy anything ever <laughs> no I, I like Keeping money. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, 12, maybe 800's okay. But I, I think maybe more than four tables would have been a good, especially considering one of them is a, um, like a super ancient one with very little features. Yeah, but that's sort of, that's more for like and really the really irritating yes. sound. <laughs> True. It's like, if I could turn that off, that would <laughs> make it a lot better. Maybe you can. I'll just mute, I guess. Well, yeah, I guess. This is a bit shit. But it's like, it's for enthusiasts. Yeah. Enthusiasts. Like <laughs> Jeff Gersman, basically. Yeah. It's marketed to him. <laughs> yeah. Anyone like that. Well, it is good, because you know, they have done, they did do that Gotta Leb Pink Pimbles classic thing for PSP um, years ago now. Yeah. And that had some good, that, that was okay, but their table selection was a bit shit. The only good one that it had on it was, um, the one that I've actually played in real life as well, which was um, a snooker, no, a pool-based one. <laughs> and it has this stupid, like, arrangement of, like, balls actually, like, you know, like a break uh, triangle like, yeah. on the thing. And it has this little miniature, like, white ball that just goes, putt! And then where the balls go, like, changes something. <laughs> and it's a... Uh, it might have just been an effect, to be honest. It might not have had any, anything, <laughs> any, any impact on the game. But it was just cool that it was there, because it was just like, putt! every now and then and there'd be like a break and it's like oh that's cool <laughs> okay crazy pimple technology yeah oh pimple I, love, I fucking love pimple it is awesome like, I, I, want a, I want to life. play a real table god damn it it's like the last time I got to do it was when I was in San Francisco and, <laughs> in America I guess yeah, that makes sense and, and, well no it was in that museum I told you guys yeah about, where, where, like the museum of games and like arcade attractions and it's like they happen to have a Pirates of the Caribbean very old pimple table <laughs> and it's like 
I am playing that shit while I'm here. And it was fucking awesome. Pitbull is awesome. Bring it back. I suppose it would, like... The problem, the problem with, like, arcades, I suppose, is that they're getting... They'd be expensive, you know, be like a pound of play in this country. This, yeah. yeah. But that's because the machines cost an insane amount and they're so goddamn difficult to maintain. Yeah. I suppose that is the problem with pimple tables, aren't they? They always were a bit yeah. touchy. And if it's not being used enough. I mean, even the even the simulation, like Pimple Arcade, has a call attendant option. That's, that is, that's <laughs> awesome. not necessarily even the indicative of the, like... That's just like because the ball gets stuck. Well, I mean that could happen even in a shit physics model. It's like now that they, you'd think almost now that they've got a more realistic physics model, it would be less likely. Well, yeah, but maybe the game would like automatically. You could, you know, if it wasn't a simulation, maybe the game would like automatically detect this ball doesn't move for a very long time. I'm going to jiggle it for you. Well, they just wanted to do it. They wanted to do it in a like a cheesy, realistic way. And I'm sure I've played pinball games where that happens, where the ball just sits somewhere casually, well, yeah. and then just goes nah, for some reason. Yeah, it's the classic. Like it was always like it was jiggling the table apart from without you having to do it. Yeah, without causing any tilt penalty. Or... No. Yeah. Hmm. I might, but. You know, I've got several games. It's not one of those. I've got too many. You've got games. all kinds of games to get through. I've got too many games to play. Too many games, do mate. It's not too many games. <laughs> worrying, to... worrying trend. Yeah, <laughs> <not> worrying <laughs> trend. I've got too many games. Brotherhood. I don't think. I don't think you did. No, no, that's not what I was going to say. Oh, what but... were you going to say? No, we'll get, we'll get to that. We'll finish yeah, we'll the news first. Okay. Any other news? I suppose cap debate happened. We don't care about cap, we? No, really don't. The. Uh, I know this is talking about another podcast. This is getting kind of meta, but the giant bomb guys. We, always do. we I know, always do. I know we shouldn't really. Shouldn't know. But they 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 were going on about uh, apparently at Captivate, they, Capcom were trying to downplay the uh, Street Fighter Cross Tekken sort of shit that they, disaster. They've been, yeah, PR kind of, nightmare thing. Yeah, thanks to all the um, on disc DLC stuff. Yeah, and, and the weird thing that they're sort of like all the goodwill that they're trying to now pull back seems to be PlayStation only. And, like, not really wanting to talk about Xbox, like, ever. Mm. Which is kind of odd. It's, cause all the it's like they're not really helping their PR, are they, by sort of just sort of saying, it's like, well, we'll sort all this out, but in the meantime, we'll still take lots of money from Sony. <laughs> it's because all the bastard hackers are on the Xbox. Whereas, like... Are they? Well, it's, it's like the classic thing with that Street Fighter Cross Tekken was that, like, people on the Xbox... Were, were able to play even on live with Pac-Man and Mega Man and those aren't even oh, available in the Xbox version right. but okay. because they're on the disc so people managed to wait but had, but surely that would be like one of those things that then would make them vulnerable to Microsoft's like well yeah phase. it would make them hella obvious but yeah, yeah the, surely the Microsoft EULA would come and drop the ban hammer on them but that doesn't necessarily mean anything and it just goes to show that if you put shit on the disc, people can still get at it, yeah. even if it's not meant to be on that console. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to stop them. <laughs> and in fairness, I sort of almost think fair play to them because I'm not a fan of on disc DLC. You know, a lot of people have come out in the in the industry and said it's an inevitable thing, and it's like, really, fuck that shit. No, that's no. What? Why? I understand. It's, it's first, kind of a, I understand well, it's day one the, DLC. But yeah, it's on like disc DLC. Day one DLC. I, I, I'm still not a massive fan of day one DLC, but I'm coming round to it because you know they have that few weeks of of time. Well, of time, yeah. And, and after it goes gold or before it gets released, yeah, so it's, it's easier to 
release DLC through the certification process than it is to ship a disc, you know. Mm. The, the you know, logistics of it just don't add up. But, yeah, Capcom were complaining or something about, you know, oh, well, we, we could put it on the disc, but then because we weren't so sure about deployment or something, they had a bullshit reason. And But then I think, like, even Cliffy B from Epic... Um, who apparently we shouldn't call Clippy B anymore. <laughs> but we got I always call it that as, to make as a point. Yeah, <laughs> it's like don't ever try and change your own name, bitches. Yeah, no. Just to annoy. It's like massive action game. <laughs> it's like several people on IRC who you always refer to them as the name you first knew them by, no matter what their name is now, because people can change their name at any time. Well, that, that happened <laughs> while I was at university doing. Um, the computer gaming society. It's like I always referred to people, even though I actually ended up knowing their names and knowing the people who would, who would call them by their normal names. I'd still call them by their handles. Yeah, repeatedly. I just couldn't stop it. Like that's that's who they are to me. I don't care about their real names. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Apparently. Apparently. <laughs> Hi guys. <laughs> Like Charmy, for example. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. And Tal. And, although that might have actually been his name. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't know. So no, it, was it, was, it was his handle as well. Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't know. I probably did at the time, but I can't remember. Fraggy. He was always Fraggy. Generic. Yeah. Yeah, it was quite generic. He should have fought harder about it. <laughs> he really should have. Donkey. <laughs> And Jive. And yep. All those people. So, yeah. Good days. Shout outs. Shout outs. They'll never hear. <laughs> Maybe they will. Dramatic comeback. <laughs> Time for a reunion of sorts. <laughs> An internet reunion. I bet that society's still going, though. Must be. Oh, yeah, it is. I get, I get emails every now and then. Cool. I'm somehow on the mailing. <laughs> Failed to take it. Well, there was a period of time where they, they they redid the website, and there was just like a little note saying 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 about like mentioning me and just re- describing me as the creator, <laughs> the creator, <laughs> which was kind of cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Word. <laughs> uh, yeah. So they went on about Resident Evil Six a bit as well. I still don't care about those games. The only game, the only one of the Resident Evil series I've actually sort of had any passing interest for was Resident Evil Four because it didn't look like a Resident Evil game to me. Yeah, that kind of looked cool. And people sort of say that is probably the best mm, of the series. They do, yeah. Um, and by the sounds of it, they're trying to sort of perhaps blend the best bits of Four with the blessed bits, the blessed bits, the best bits of the last two. So like, kind of a best of Four, Five, and Six kind of thing, but with characters that have been in the entire series. <laughs> <laughs> they're making six out of the best bits of six. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Just four. But I forget. I forget that there's only been one after four. Yeah, it feels like more. I don't know what. It, I don't know why. There's something about. But it's been shitty other spin-offs. <laughs> yeah, loads of. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, but the best bits of four and five kind of blended together, so it's a bit more action orientated. But they're also trying to do like. For the sounds of it, it sounds like it's going to be like a, uh, like a bit of a weird mix between like specific horror sections where you don't really do much shooting, well, and then an action sequence, and then like a horror like uh, atmosphere building sequence, and then a shooting section. So it might be kind of a little bit sort of weirdly, you know, obvious, you know, the, the, the sections for this section for this kind of thing, which might not pan out so well. 
Anyway, I don't care about Resident Evil. <laughs> Apparently. Apparently. And then there's Lost Planet 3 as well. Yeah. But it's like, why the fuck is that happening? Because Lost Planet 2 was sort of okay. Really? Well, in a sort of a... I, I haven't played Lost Planet 2. I played the first one and I thought that was alright. Well, Lost Planet 1 was, like, good, but was also sort of... It was a launch Hardware game. experimental. Yeah, it was essentially a launch game, so they were trying some things and took shortcuts here and there. And, and then 2 was... Clearly worse overall, but it was like it had some elements. Well, apparently, it. like the gameplay, from what I know, I've heard of it. I've never actually played it. As I say, apparently, like the actual gameplay wasn't too bad, but it completely fucks the story up the ass. You no longer care, and it's like and it had a re- relatively interesting setting. But then, by the sounds of it, free's going to be a prequel, so that will solve that story problem. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and you're not really there in the military sense. It's all kind of sort. Of Except, I'm sure it will only take like one act, and then you'll be, oh no, we've got into a situation where we're going to need because it's like we're not allowed to weaponize this mech, and then yeah. like probably within like, half an hour or something, shit, we need to weaponize this mech. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if if someone done. somewhere specifically states something that you're not allowed to do, Weaponized. you can guarantee that it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if it'll do like because I think it's like Chekhov's gun, isn't it? Yeah, kind of. But I wonder if it'll do the stupid thing like because Lost Planet One followed followed a very sort of like manga style storyline where at the end for some reason, you, spoiler alert, <laughs> at the end for some reason you get this like ridiculous vital suit that sort of like links to you specifically and becomes like super powered and then ends in like a flying sword fighting section in this mech thing if I'm remembering the right game I think it was let's <laughs> hope yeah <laughs> yeah let's hope so but I think it ended like that and it's just it's like, what, what, in the prequel what are they going to do are they going to like these vital suits might not have been weaponized or anything it's like so would they be this typical manga storyline still somehow they'll, they'll probably find one because they've already revealed that like the main the, like one of the main plot elements is like there's there's supposed to have been nobody on this planet before you're like some of the first colonists i guess but then you find but then you something. find shit like a big metal door and you're like oh what the hell is this crap yeah. stuff happens and it's like but that didn't happen in the other lost planet or was never alluded to i'm sure they'll so they just forget about it no, it'll probably be like you'll go in there and you'll do it'll probably be like Deus Ex like, where die. at the end they'll just blow up the entire place and they'll be like, yeah. Oh well, I guess that colony's lost forever. <laughs> <laughs> or everyone dies. Yeah, exactly. And then it gets covered in snow and no one knows where it is any longer. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. The only thing I remember about Lost Planet is snow. Yep. Walking through some snow in the demo. It was quite nice snow. Yep. Actually for a lot for what for the Xbox's launch games, I think it was one of the prettier ones. Because I always quite liked the explosions in it, because they were sort of flamey and had a nice sort of blur effect and kind of cool lighting attached to it. It was, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was a good-looking game. The animation was kind of odd, yeah. but at the same time, it was sort of a nice... It didn't look quite so bad, because it had that um, that motion blur effect, like when it was really heavily done when the console first launched, and it was, uh, uh, you know, when it was new... And it sort of masked all of the animation kind of problems that your bloke kind of had. But then all the acrid looked really cool. And it's like, yes, it's apparently acrid, isn't it? I remember the storyline, she's saying that even though it's spelled acrid, and everyone says acrid, it's like mm. the storyline, the, the, the voice acting goes acrid. And you're like, sorry, what? What? <laughs> mm. Yeah. Anyway, let's play it free. Woo. And, uh... <laughs> 
they didn't actually release any and for, 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 like surprisingly they didn't tell us that they've got any more fighters on the way like, well apart from the other across the, but well, that's no, not no, really them like, Capcom didn't really talk about that they were, they were talking about Vita yeah and it's like well there's nothing really new that's just the same game again oh and apparently it's cross well, the, I suppose the interesting thing with that is it's cross compatible PlayStation 3 owners can play Vita owners hmm which is interesting Hmm. Will that work? Apparently. Well, I suppose. No, I mean uh, technically it'll work, but I just mean, is there? But really, who wants who wants to play a fighting game on a on a Vita (laughs) or on any controller apart from? Yeah, but I suppose it might be a bit uncomfortable on a Vita. But there's. But then again, it's probably the best handheld for that sort of thing. Sure, you won't be playing it on your DS, would you? No, I did play Tekken, the, the the PSP version of Tekken. I forget what it was called. Um. And I thought it mapped quite well, actually, to the original PSP. I, I could only really play it in short bursts before getting the, the classic PSP sort of slight hand crack. But I picked up a Vita the other day. Bad. They're quite light. Really? Hmm. They don't have the heft of the old PSP. Well, it's probably because they skimped out on the battery from, yeah, from what everyone's been saying. Like, oh, we had two and a half hours of battery life. That's, that's, that's crap. Hmm. Yeah, that's probably it. That's crap. <laughs> I'll say, I'll say, that's crap. That's crap. Indeed. I suppose it doesn't have all those moving parts of the uh, optical drive. That's true. But still, it's a bit mysterious. Like, because an iPhone has a heft to it, especially the 4s and 4Ss, but this felt mm. like, ooh, this is light. A bit, of, a bit of space in it. Mm. Speaking of space. Well, maybe they've made it just a little bit. Damn it! Damn it, that was a segue. Don't ruin my oh. awesome cut off. Speaking okay. of space. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that space game I was telling Rob about last week, the um, thing that looks sort of like Terraria in space. Oh. As it turns out, one of, it is one of the Terraria guys. Really? Has gone to work on that. Although apparently. And there was sort of an argument in the... It's in, quite funny like, seeing his Minecraft guys making a space game, and then Terraria guys like, space game! game. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, according to some random comments on this video, which then proceeded to disagree with each other, but it seems like it was the art lead of Terraria that's gone to this new project, so not necessarily programming, which yeah. is very, very weird, because it doesn't look like Terraria, but it... Functions like Terraria. Well, maybe you got bored of Terraria. Well, yeah. I mean, really, to be honest, if you think about what Terraria actually was, it's basically like sprites on that Final Fantasy IV and then redraw. Because <laughs> <laughs> it thinks those exact sprites with like the hands in the air animation, all that stuff. And originally, there was some very specific like we have to change this because it's a bit too close to <laughs> Final Fantasy sprites hmm. in Terraria. But now this new one is much more. Everything's a bit bigger. So slightly more smooth animations and stuff, and people that look like people instead of weird sprites of people. <laughs> and it looks pretty awesome. Mm. Although the What's it called? What's it? Yeah. Space Starbound. Starbound. Spacebound. I've never heard of that. Starbound. Yeah. But Starbound is like supposedly it's really it's only appeared like quite recently out of nowhere and then everyone started talking about it probably because of Terraria obviously the Terraria connection it's like oh no Terraria is no longer being updated we need to it's like they're finished with Terraria <laughs> so what are they doing now Starbound but then by look no, the Terraria team announced what they're working on right? no I don't think the rest of them have I mean obviously this one guy has gone taking his pixel art skills somewhere else mm-hmm. but it's like they've 
So, it, as far as I know, it's like Starbound has only been, like, suddenly appeared within the last month or two, and they've already said that they're planning to release it in summer. <laughs> it's like, what? On the other hand, by the looks of the very small bits of, like, gameplay footage that they've shown so far, it does look like it's, you know, a functioning game at this point. It might just be content that they're having to do. Because mm. the idea of it is, like, everything's going to be randomised, sort of in a Borderlands gun style, except for, for everything, like enemies and guns and plants and all the bits will be randomly selected and mushed together into functioning things. And then that, does, that does sound kind of cool. And then the idea of the game in general will be, like, you can go to multiple planets and survey them for whatever interesting resources they might have. Randomised. Mm. Supposedly. And it does actually look pretty awesome. The, like, they showed the movement, and it, it obviously, it's very similar to, to Terraria, because it has, like, all the little square tile-based thing, except your character is lo- much larger compared to the squares now. Right. And that means that the the single square inclines act like slopes. You can just walk up ah, them just... without having to jump. Right. So it's, like, smoother. That's and it also nice. has, like, a f- ridiculous... Sort of like how Terraria had its lighting upgrade, which made everything like disco lights <laughs> or yeah. whatever. Well, this already has a ridiculous lighting system where it's like you, you have a torch and it shines a beam, and like the beam is actually blocked by things that shine. You get like ray shadows behind things. Mm, okay, so it actually looks pretty awesome in terms of that. But they haven't really showed any actual gameplay. Mm. It's all just been tech demo type gameplay so far. And you're meant to have like it's meant to be like Skyrim left hand right hand. Oh, okay. So you can put random other things into different hands. <laughs> so yeah, that looks pr- awesome. Okay. I'm sure it will be. Hopefully it won't leak and fuck up their release schedule. <laughs> yeah, it's on PC. Okay. Mm. Sounds good. But I mean, summer just seems way too soon. Starbound. Yeah. But on the other hand, I can't fucking wait! <laughs> but summer's a good time for indie games, really. <laughs> Why is summer a good time? Because there's not much else on the schedule. Like, yeah, but... The, the, it's, it's like AAA's lull. But are they... But it's like, is that is that an even even really much of a competing market, really? Yeah, like, yeah. and Steam indie game, or PC indie game, versus all the AAA titles that are never to be kind of a console? I guess not, but... You know, even so, maybe that's why they're planning it the off chance that people have a bit of spare money. <laughs> Sliding around. Yeah. Pile of it. Pile of cash. <laughs> a little <laughs> gesture there. Pile of cash. <laughs> Illustrative. Yeah. I, uh, so I, I actually read the uh, backstory to the uh, the Notch game as well. Oh, right, yeah. It's quite ingenious. Did we determine whether C was Speed of Light or not from your reading uh, of that story? No, it didn't mention Damn. that, but the entire premise is based on a stupid computer science joke. Yeah. I don't know if you realise that. It's like, it's, it's basically the like the Millennium Data era, except even more. <laughs> like, well, it's, it's Big Endian versus Little Endian, yeah. so it's an Endian-ness era, right? The, yeah. the microcontroller was, the spec said it should be Big Endian, but someone made a mistake and it was Little Endian. So yeah. they, what is it you put in, I want to sleep for one year, and it ended up being like two billion, billion, billion years or something yeah. near the heat death of the universe. <laughs> it's like, shit. I got my bits the wrong way around. <laughs> my most significant bit was on the wrong side. On the wrong end. So yeah. But yeah, it does sound kind of cool. It, you'd have to be quite nerdy to get the most out of the, the fact that you have full control of that C- little CPU. Well, I'm sure it will be... That's at the heart of your spaceship. I'm sure they'll come up with some ridiculous... I don't know. It, it's Because I mean, the idea of like 
operating this computer thing to like yeah. turn shit on and off and like manage your systems or whatever. It's like, what are all the other people going to be doing? <laughs> this was almost meant to be sort of MMO they've suggested, so there'll obviously be like several multiplayer, like probably more than four. Yeah. What are all these other people doing? Because one person is operating this computer, <laughs> which is like the centre of your ship. What's everyone else doing? Are they like yeah. manually levering things or something? <laughs> I don't know. Well, if you're good enough at programming the CPU, you probably dispense with your other crew members and be like, I'll solo this. Check out how my awesome program for the for my ship. Yeah, but then, then that also kind of like, is that going to be a sort of a, is that going to be a thought over position, like the programmer? I presume like, so. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you'd have to have a good one. Be like, or do you have to like cycle? Yeah. Like, where it's like the left for dead, where it's like, who's going to be the tank? <laughs> be like, who's going to be the programmer? Yeah, they You're are. up. <laughs> Go. yeah. Don't fuck this up. And then definitely everyone who isn't the awesome programmer fucks it up. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's just like Left 4 Dead. We shall see. Yeah, I don't think anyone knows enough about it to be able to say. No. But yeah, it's intriguing. It'll be a while before we get... Before there's any kind of anything yeah. out of that, really. Quite a long Starbound we'll be playing for years before that yeah, thing probably. comes out. But yeah. Rolls off the tongue a bit snappier than OX10. Yeah, exactly. Bruh. <laughs> I see Rob's derision towards Minecraft is overrunning into the next game. I, I'm not on the notch bandwagon. Zero <laughs> X just means the following is in hexadecimal, doesn't it? We already discussed this last week. Yes. Yeah, so 10 means 16, right? <laughs> but, then you, but then you can't have C in superscript if it's a hex number. That, that's true. We discussed this last no, week. No, but you could just Stop having exactly the same discussion. Uh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> enough. Well, that was the end of news, wasn't it? That's the end of news. I can't think of much else. Okay. We filled a good lot of time. Can we move on to what you've been playing? Yeah. Uh, Who should go first? Has anyone got anything actually new? Yeah, okay, so I finished Mass Effect 3. That's not technically new, because you did say you were playing Mass Effect 3 last week. Oh, it's not new new. It's not a new (laughs) game. You finished Anyone it. Anyone got anything new? But you I also, you also can't it. talk about it, so... It depends how you look at it. I could try and talk about it without doing any spoilers. Or well, do you think that these ridiculous, like, outrage is sli- even slightly justified? I mean, obviously it's not fully justified because it's internet rage. Yeah. <laughs> and therefore it's inevitably ridiculous. So I could probably talk about this without spoiling it yeah. in the, that respect. You can you can give your feelings towards yeah. the uh, ending and stuff like that without telling us what the ending actually is. The ending is... Um, so, I can see where they're coming from. <laughs> they are literally talking about the last five minutes of a 30-hour game. <laughs> literally five minutes. Um, it's quite an important five minutes, though. <laughs> You're wrapping up a hundred hours of game. Well, the thing is, you are. But the thing is that, like, it's not like you do a mission, 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 and then suddenly, bang, it's the end sequence or whatever. You have a, a whole end game, you know, with the battle for Earth or whatever, which is inevitably what it's going to be, right? Yeah. That's not a spoiler to say that. But it lasts for hours, absolutely. The end game lasts, like, three hours. And during that time, uh, annoyingly, it greys out the save options. <laughs> So I was there until like one in the morning because I couldn't really? save. Yeah, as soon as you commit to go save Earth or whatever. Did it take three hours because you died a lot or was it just that no. it literally took three hours? No, it literally did. I mean, there was even a bit uh, after the first hour 
where you could walk around and talk to people, like, mm-hmm. you know, like a base or whatever. You could talk to characters, you, you know, you could pick up items or whatever. Uh, a non-combat section yeah, yeah. still wouldn't let me save. It was a natural stopping point, and it was like, nope, you're not saving here. I'm not entirely sure what the purpose was. Maybe it's to ensure that you can't just reload and, and see the ne- the other endings <laughs> away or something. <laughs> but even then, it would have been like another hour at least. I sincerely hope that's not the case. I wonder if it auto saves so you can like continue. Oh, it auto saves. Can't yeah. manual save. Oh, so you can just yeah. stop. Uh, I think. Well, I was. Well, the thing is, it, it auto saves so that if you die, it you revert. Right. Oh, checkpoints. But, yeah, it checkpoints. But I'm not. I wasn't confident enough to like quit the game mm. because I couldn't hard save. So I was like, should I quit the game and lose like an hour of momentous progress? That is odd. Yeah. So that was kind of annoying. <laughs> but uh, anyway. Uh, but yeah, it 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 spends a long time ending. Really, you get a lot of conversations with because there's a lo- loads of characters in the Mass Effect universe, right? And they all start having sort of goodbye type conversations from the start of that three hours or whatever. Mm. So, I mean, some of the complaints are like um, uh, that I've seen on the internet are like, oh, there's not enough like epilogue. What happens after the ending to all mm. the different characters? What happens to this guy? What happens to that guy? And it's like that's Mass Effect Four bits. Of- yeah, it's like. <laughs> You, there's no closure on these characters. Mm. But for me, like, you get loads of closure on individual characters leading up to the end. Because you mm. get to talk to them, you have all these, oh, it's been an honor. You keep hearing, it's been an honor, it's been an honor, like, over all different things with different characters. They basically wrap up every every story they can before the end. So <laughs> I don't think it's a legitimate complaint to say, oh, there's not enough closure on these you, things. You just reminded me of the stu- that stupid bit of... Um... <laughs> text from Valkyria Chronicles where it goes I, pre- I present to you this order it's an order it's an order <laughs> yeah there's quite a lot of that going on at the end it's not it's not too over the top thank goodness it's like it, it, it because you're invested in those characters and stuff it feels right to have those moments or whatever yeah, but when they're, at the end when they're all like it's, it's been an order or whatever yeah this is it the final push whatever is it it's like, yeah, I try not to lead into a spoiler. Don't worry, there, I'm, it's like, I won't. Are they? Is it? Are they saying that in, in with the idea that both parties are going to die, or is it just that you're going to die and they're going to leave? It's more like, to be honest, the whole game is bringing everyone together for a big battle. Yeah. So it's all everyone in it together, basically, at the end. There's no one who's like, oh, good luck, bye. <laughs> Everyone's like, right, we're going to help. Right, yeah. So Provided you haven't said, fucked up the game earlier, <laughs> yeah, I would be like, yeah. But so, so it's like, so they're saying it's been an honour, like, assuming that both parties going to die. Potentially, that, yeah. Yeah, but, so that makes sense that it's like wrapping up... Yeah. The story, except yeah. the, it's like, that's fine, apart from they survive. <laughs> so that yeah. reopens it, basically. I suppose. Some of them survive, I assume. I mean, yeah, not everyone, sure. every single person dies. Depending on, Depending how, on what you do. On yeah. what you do. Just like Mass Effect 2, if you, if you just skip through everything, then obviously everyone's going to fucking die. Yeah. Um, so it's just like, they close it, but then unfortunately due to the idea of you having a choice to, like, do better at the end, I guess. <laughs> or not a choice, but a, a based on your performance yeah. choice. Yeah. But then it's like, so then they reopen it by having some of them survive. True. Absolutely. 
But that happens at the end of loads of freaking franchises and games that, like, oh, what happens next or whatever. I don't think yeah, it's, Yeah, but like, they didn't have to go... I think, like, what the community outrage is, like, they, you wouldn't have even had to go very far into it. It could have just been, like, one sentence to say what this person did next. That's what they keep referring to, like... Oh, that's someone they... made that in the made a YouTube fake, yeah, fake <laughs> Animal House ending. Yeah, that's what they call yeah. it. Where it's just like just a thing that says like what happened know. to the gif? Did the war end? I mean, does that well, happen in this thing. game? I guess because that's the thing. Yeah, you get a whole bunch of closure throughout this whole game on different things. Yeah, like on ridiculous the things that should, have, or... should never have ended in like one day. Yeah, it's like exactly. I mean, obviously they had. That sort of makes sense because you're like, you've got to bring the whole universe together. Because yeah. <laughs> it's good in that way, the whole game, like, uh, as a, taken as a whole. Because it's got things like, well, what about the Geth? Yeah. And it's got like, well, what about the Genophage? Or what about these things that have been running through the entire it, series? It's like during the game, you're solving, you're sort of ridiculously solving all these problems. Yeah, sure. To bring everyone in the, yeah. the end. But that doesn't mean it won't go back to the way it was after the end of the game. It's like, yeah. they needed to add just like a, one more line to say, whether, like, the Geth got really pissed off after you destroyed the thing and then they decided to go for another war <laughs> or something. And Shepard turned, turned out to be uh, a uh, asexual. <laughs> that took you a long time to come up with that word. Uh, that's not the word I was looking no. for. No. Hermaphrodite. Asexual is yeah. not right because you've provided, you've depending on how you've played it, you've definitely <laughs> shagged a couple of people. Well, in theory. Well, yeah. You, <laughs> you don't know. You don't see anything. You could, you could be using... <laughs> Tools. <laughs> Omni tools. Omni tools. Omni by definition. There's Medigel and there's Sexy Gel. <laughs> yeah. Omni by definition. Yeah. That literally know. means everything. <laughs> it does. <laughs> so, yeah. check, check this attachment out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. I've upgraded my gun. In one sense, it's a whole game full of closure. To, uh, it ties up a whole bunch of of loose ends. Maybe and, too fast. Well, over over the course of the game rather than right at the end. Yeah, but still maybe too like considering the galactic scale of these like yeah, yeah, things that have been going off of millenniums or whatever. Yeah, but you've got to this is a stupid <laughs> space opera, isn't it? It's yeah. not realistic in any way, shape or form. Like it's pretty dumb that the entire fate of the galaxy comes down to one person three times in, mm. in the course of six years. Well, or something. Yeah, but they were also that's all really just one time. Yeah, true. <laughs> just three events in the big one. Yeah. So, um, so uh, the endings, uh, yeah, they're influenced just like Mass Effect Two by your performance throughout the game. Uh, I just did all the single player stuff. I did the N seven missions, which are like the multiplayer, but with. But the on match. your own, but yeah. yeah, but with some story yeah. justification. So I did all that stuff. So I had my galactic readiness rating up, but it wasn't enough to get the best ending. No. Uh, so for that, I think you you yeah. don't, apparently you don't have to play the multiplayer. But I hadn't done absolutely everything, mm. so I didn't get the best ending. But the one I got, I was fine. I was happy with. Um. So um. But if you play the multiplayer, you can get a quotes better ending or whatever but it depends so right at the end um which i won't spoil or anything but the last three minutes that everyone's complaining about is it's a dial an ending obviously it's pick a pick an ending push a button it's not quite (laughs) now it's a lot better than um 
It, well, I won't say a lot better, but it's better than Deus Ex Human Revolution, which was literally buttons. <laughs> this is much more dramatic. And the choice it presents you, uh, which I won't go into, <laughs> does make you think, oh, God, there's no clear... It's quite ambiguous. Mm. Uh, I think if you have bet more readiness or whatever, there is... I've looked up and there's... there. So I got two options, but apparently there are actually three there are more. Mm. But that third option that um, that I didn't get wasn't necessarily better than the other ones. Mm. So um, do you see what I mean? Yeah. Like they're all for sort of fair, fairly morally interesting. I'll tell. I, I'll, the, I was presented with a choice, and I immediately thought of Deus Ex, <laughs> first Deus Ex. Mm. Uh, so let me, th- uh, when you get to that point, let me know if you feel the same and we can discuss. But, um, no, what are the endings of the first Deus Ex? There's... Merge with the computer. Merge with the computer. The internet. <laughs> which means technology, you control all technology, right? Yeah. Uh, or you can destroy Destroyer. all technology. Yeah. <laughs> all technology. Or what's the, or, yeah, or become Luddite, right? Yeah. Or destroy all sort of... You basically go, back you to medieval. go medieval, yeah. And what's the third option? I can't remember. You let someone else. Do oh, it's Illuminati. Like... Yeah, isn't it? Where you just, yeah. What do? You... What's the Illuminati end? I don't know. You I can't remember. Like, do you let Bob Page? Do you let him do it, or do you, no. do you always stop him? I think you always stop Bob Page, right? Yeah. So. In Mass Effect, Bob Page is the elusive man. There you go. I won't say any more than that. <laughs> There's a bit of a spoiler. <laughs> Not really. Well, anyway. I mean, it is fairly obvious. That's obvious, kind of, yeah. Yeah, in the same way. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I won't go into any more about the ending. But I, I, don't, I don't think it was the best ending ever, but I think... Say, okay, I think it was a much better ending than L.A. Noir. Put it that way. Well, that really disappointed me. Put, Whereas put this, it, I was like... in gaming hmm. as a whole, because gaming doesn't have much of a... A track record for good endings. endings. Well, that's true. Stories generally wrap up in a pretty shit fashion. Yeah, they're getting better. Uh, but I think you're right. I thought Red Dead had a really good ending, personally. Red, Red Dead is fantastic. L.A. Noir, bad ending, bad ending to a good game. Yeah. So that's the spectrum there. Mass Effect <laughs> is somewhere in between there. <laughs> no, that's a, not a very detailed graph, Matt. It's like yeah. two points. The two Assassin's Creed games I play end quite well. Uh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, there's a hook in two. There's a into definite, the next. Well, yeah, yeah, there's a definite hook in both of them, actually, sort of to make you yeah. just sort of go... Well, yeah, I suppose one then was it's a not bit, an ending in I suppose, yeah, one, I suppose really one's ending. was a bit disappointing simply because the, the modern part of that storyline doesn't really go anywhere. Throughout the entire game, it's uh, and then and then the uh, well, the past one does all the legwork, whereas two has some some hooks to the modern stuff, but mm. the 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 back end story stands on its own again. Well, it's, it's not really comparable. That's the trouble because they don't. They're have to they're, 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 yeah, they're, they're endings not, they're not, of yeah, making a they're sequel. cliffhanger ending endings. But well, I suppose by that logic, Halo Two's is it, still bad. But even Halo Three had a hook in it. And Mass Effect, yeah. like... Halo the, Freeze was good, I thought, as far as an ending to that series went. It wasn't yeah, too bad. Yeah, it was fine. Halo, uh, just Halo 3, Halo went a bit nuts for Gravemind, in all honesty. They really could have probably done without Gravemind. Yeah, sure. But it's a... Uh... But yeah. Well, actually, you know, Gravemind would have been okay if it wasn't for the way that both he and Cortana were used in Halo 3 with the stupid, I can just talk to your head! From anywhere type things. 
That really? makes sense. Mm, not really. It's like, well, no, it, no. Ma- it makes sense later on. I was going to say it's like it's like clearly the floods is like a big psychic network or whatever, which is why there's grave ride in the first place. So it mm. makes sense that that could interfere with human minds, but. I guess Cortana talks to you before the flood even landed on Earth, so... Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a bit mental. Maybe that's just an afterimage. Maybe it's, like, leftover data in your brain chip or something. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> brain chip. So, Mass Effect, anyway. Yeah. Um, so, spoilers for Mass Effect 2 and 1, I guess. <laughs> Not yeah. that anyone cares. But uh, I immediately went back and started looking and trying to remember all the key points from the previous games that mm. had some bearing, thinking, what? Because I have to admit, the moment I finished it, I was like, what? Like, How could that have gone any differently? Yeah, or what What does this mean? Like, mm. yeah, or And I, start, I you do immediately reflect on the whole series and think mm. about it. It is quite a powerful like, ending. I mean, all the stuff on, you know on earth or whatever with the with the reapers and stuff it is quite horrifying and stuff and they they pull that off i mean like for, when you're fighting on on earth or whatever mm. which you knew would happen it, the, the the just the light and the sound of the reapers and stuff it's very uh harsh and mm. flashy and it just lo- does look like the end of the world it's very effective like i was saying before the uh the dynamic range on the on oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the audio it's very cinematic cinematic in a blockbuster mm. way there's like Everything's Whoa. very loud and flashy, and Whoa. it's effective. Uh, but what I was going to say was, you know, your um, our thing about well, what was the point of the first game if all you did was you shut off the um, <laughs> yeah, the shut hidden off the mass relay, mass relay in the citadel, yeah. right? But they were on their way anyway. Yeah, so and then it only the took like so a couple of years for them to get there. for them to arrive. So I look back and I, I realised that the idea of that wasn't the speed that you could get there it was the it was a trap because so the reapers made the citadel right yeah but they also well, made sort uh, of yeah the, uh, yeah okay well it was reaper it wasn't the proteans at all right because it was no, there before the yeah. proteans well you assume it's the reapers <laughs> yeah it might have been some really ancient civilization in theory yeah but it's part of the reapers plan right mm. and the mass ra- relays equally are uh, our reaper technology or whatever it was yeah Maybe the Reapers are this ancient civilization we're talking about. Maybe. Uh, but um, the point was that the Citadel was so perfect a place for the, um, for every galactic cycle, for all the um, uh, advanced races to culminate and form a government or whatever, yeah. that every time it would be on the Citadel and every time they could with no warning, immediately wipe out the centre of galactic government. Uh, by just but this time they had warning. Yeah, so. because they shut that off, they couldn't... Because that would be their first um, their first moment of attack, would be just black the Citadel. Yeah, but if you, like, even, if you figure out, like, even governments today, they all have backup plans where it's like, if, yeah. the, pre- if the president gets killed, you immediately open this secret envelope and have this... That's immediate true. response, but that that is a pretty it's a pretty Pearl Harbor like. Uh, but then that might have been the, strike, that might have been the same had the same problem, you know, because then the the you know the Reapers would have cut off the Citadel, so it has no real communication method, I guess, perhaps. And then people would start going, "What's the contingency plan?" Well, it's probably going to protect the Citadel, so like they just hide out for a while. It's like someone pops in, murder. Someone pops in, murder. <laughs> There you go, contingency plan fucks. I'm sure there's 
like ways that people could communicate that kind of data. And I'll be probably assume there's something bad. Well, we don't know if there are cameras. Yeah, I don't know. There are because they have they they have their how the communication relays work, don't they? Because they say they like have those satellites that they have to launch in the system that are connected to the mass relays. Is that how they work? That transmit all the you know communication signals. Mm. I assume if it goes black, you're probably like, that's probably not good. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, but that, you know, that's the, that might be the reason why you're acting on a contingency plan. If it's gone black, then you go get help. No, I think if it's gone black, it's probably like, shut down the gate. <laughs> or keep a guard on that end. But you wouldn't know, would so you? you scout it, you don't just send everything uh, through. I guess, yeah. <laughs> and then if the scouts don't come back, then you definitely don't go <laughs> But then no one would know what ex- that the Reapers exist, so they still have surprise element. And... Yeah. But they wouldn't be able to like, just go bang into the Citadel, I guess. But it still puts everyone on edge, which is probably... Yeah, they'd still have to surprise thing. That was their idea, anyway. Yeah. And, and um, so Sovereign was hanging around, was the yeah. only Reaper still in the galaxy, while everyone else was in dark. All the other Reapers were in dark space. And it was supposed to transmit a signal to the Keepers on the Citadel to open the gate, but it didn't work, right? Well, it partially worked. But yeah. Um, so it had to get Saren involved and, and the Geth, and it had to think, oh shit, what am I going to do? I've got to find some other way to... Which turned out to be just direct interface. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, they needed... Why did they need? They only needed the Geth. Uh, they needed the Geth army as a fleet distraction, so that Sauron could actually just fly it there and interface directly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely to interface directly, wasn't it? Because they, the Sovereign, like reprogrammed and augmented Saren, didn't he? Yeah, and made him part Reaper or whatever. And uh, so he, he just needed to interface directly with the Citadel, but because obviously there was a whole ton of ships there, he didn't want them to go flying in there. He ran yeah. back up soon. Recruit the gear. Indeed. And the Krogan. Well, sort of. He was only building a Krogan clone army on Vermeer or some shit. Do you remember in the first game? This is why I'm trying to remember all that stuff. Do you remember? And there was a Solarian SG team and you had a big battle. And that's where Rex is like, fuck you. The genophage is evil. And that's where he can die in the first game. And it's actually quite hard to save him, I seem to remember. That's the... Yeah, those... That's, I think that's, it, the, yeah. that's the watery planet. Yeah, right? um, I think it was Krogan clones. Yeah, but... they were for Saren, weren't they? I think. I, mm, I'm not sure. <laughs> Try to remember what happened in the first game is quite hard. Uh, it might have been, but I mean, that was probably like Saren's own plan or something. Yeah, probably. And then Saren. Because <laughs> I can't imagine how I suffered. I'm sure Saren was only after space fleets. Yeah, I expect so to distract so that he could. Yeah. Interface with the Citadel and let all the other Reapers through. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, and that jump gate from that weird planet Elos to directly to the Citadel. Yeah. That was the conduit. Yeah. That's right, isn't it? And that was actually reverse engineered. So that was actually made by Protheans. Mm. So that makes sense. Which is why it was tiny. Yeah. They were like, we can't get this to work on big scale yet. Yeah, so we'll just have this tiny little one. So I suppose, so Mass Effect 1 has a sort of before the ending starts. Uh, the end game starts it has a little twist it's like where you talk to the the uh, Protheum VI on Ilos and it's like oh the Citadel is actually a yeah. a trap and then Mass Effect 2 has a similar sort of twist where it's like oh the Collectors are like actually the Protheans sort of yeah, but, but Reaper controlled 
And so Mass Effect 3, again, has an, oh, oh, right, yeah, that makes sense, before the end game starts. Mm. So you'll come across that one, <laughs> just so you know there's an, oh, huh, yeah, that makes sense. Those are kind of moments. key moments, aren't they? Yeah, there's and one so, of those in 3. There, well, there was two actually in 1, wasn't there? Because the reveal of the Reapers in general. Yeah, that's true. And what the fuck The fact actually... that Sovereign was a, a Reaper itself, yeah. the ship, and it was controlling Saren, mm. rather than, yeah. Although, although that sequence wasn't great, no. I suppose, but it's the, the, the story point is where it was good. Well, both those sequences were basically the same. Talk to a hologram. Yeah, yeah. I suppose you're right. I suppose the Profian one has a bit more impact because it's like, oh, it's a Profian. All the shit's going on here. Yeah. But maybe less impact because it was just like, I'm driving down this incredibly long corridor. There's a mysterious energy barrier in the way. I better walk off this tiny oh, yeah, corridor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, the actual game design of the actual gameplay on levels and everything has dramatically improved over the course of the mm. series. I think that's when, I'm, when I think about, like, because as I mentioned before, I started Mass Effect 1 again, didn't I, for a bit? And then I think when I actually got to the actual gameplay, of it was it, like, all oh, of a sudden wait. I don't really feel like playing it so much again. Whereas 3, it's like, if, in some ways, as a 30-hour game, it's quite short for an RPG or compared to previous Mass Effects. But it's like, you you could equally think think of it as a third, almost, you know, if you take out the uh, the uh, talking, maybe it's a 20-hour long, hmm. uh, top-tier sort of action game, in a way, which is double what you get out of a Gears of War or something. I'm not saying yeah, it's generally. as slick as a Gears of War in terms of shooting, but it's got a lot more variety in terms of, because you've got the different classes you can play. Mm. And uh, so the level design is just as good or whatever, like, uh, you know, with the environments around. There's mm. some pretty dramatic, not just skyboxes, but just huge cities that are being destroyed by Reapers as you're moving through them and stuff stuff on multiple worlds or whatever that you visit throughout the course of the the war <laughs> of the game which are pretty impressive stuff some of it got a grand sweep in general so yeah boosh boosh so Mass Effect 3 celebrating what what do you get to play next what am I going to play next yeah uh, I haven't what's in your queue? <laughs> uh, what's in my queue is um, Witcher Two. Yeah, yeah. So, Witcher, <laughs> so the things in my queue are. I was thinking of getting Bastion out of the way. As yeah, a, as that a, should as be relatively as, as a bite size. I keep forgetting I have that. And then I've got Witcher Two and Shogun, which I still haven't played. <laughs> Shogun is like. I heard that Witcher Two. You know they've done this enhanced edition for consoles, but I think there's going to be a big patch, or that already has, that, that adds all that stuff to the PC, or not all of it. But they already did several yeah. patches for which to make it actually yeah. work. But now this is going to be like changing the lighting and stuff. Oh, I thought, oh, I might as well wait for that. <laughs> oh, I do have other stupid gaming news. I popped back into Skyrim, yeah, right. and it was fucked. How the, fucked? ATI uh, up, uh, silently up background updated my drivers right. and fucked at everything. So, <laughs> so like all the particle effects had this weird blocky effect, and you could see through buildings and stuff. It was just <laughs> totally screwed. And then in the patch notes for the latest version of the drivers, it says fixed problem, not fixed, <laughs> not fixed at all. So yeah. if I want to go back and play more Skyrim, which I do at some point, um, I'm going to have to revert my drivers, which hmm. is bloody annoying. 
Damn you, A and D. I've had to do that a lot though in Nvidia yeah. Land, over especially when Battlefield Three yeah. came out. I had to mess well, with it. Battlefield Three had all kinds of like they were making patches very specifically for Battlefield Three, yeah. and like what you had like the beta ones that were designed for the beta of Battlefield Three. It's like don't use these when you come to the actual game. Well, yeah, there were certain ones even when Nvidia first announced. It's like this is the proper driver set for Battlefield Three, and it's like no, it is, this totally doesn't work. Yeah, not for me anyway. I had serious problems with it and and then they patched Battlefield 3 and most of it itself rather than the drivers and it sort of went away yeah. Mm. but yeah I'm just annoyed because it worked perfectly fine while yeah. I was playing it and then I loaded it up and I was like oh god is my PC fucked or something nope you didn't have any mods this or anything no I don't think I have tried them any mods um I, I run auto hockey <laughs> I think well, yeah, but there's some mods for other stuff yeah. other than the interface yeah, yeah. Obviously, I wanted to dive into that stuff because now there's some pretty cool stuff out there for the map and things. And... Yeah, I, I, I never got any really interesting ones. I was just like, I need. I got the mod that makes it so that when you have all your all your millions upon millions of alchemy ingredients, you can just push one button and it puts them all in in one go. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't have to go through your alphabetical list and go deposit all, deposit all, deposit, deposit all. all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was my main mod, and also the one that puts an enchanting table in them. House in White Run. Yeah, that's Because it's really inconvenient to have to run all the way fucking up to the castle every time you want to enchant. <laughs> yeah, that's really annoying. Yeah. I, I want to get back into that a little bit, so I still haven't. But yeah, so that's my cue if you're interested. If you have any preference, I probably it will be will be Witcher 2, I think, although I'm putting off the off forever. Up. I think it will, though. Well, I will see about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, a few things to be getting on with. And I want to play. Uh, Games that are actually coming out, uh, Max Payne Three. I'm excited for. So I'm still not sure. About you want to play games with us? Sure. <laughs> play more two portraits. Bit more, bit more TF2. Portal two co-op. And uh, <laughs> yeah, portal two co-op. co-op. Indeed. Oh, and I tried that tribes thing. I said, like I said, yeah. Uh, uh, I didn't try the actual multiplayer yet, but I just downloaded it and gave it a quick zoom around. Yeah. Did you try to learn how I, to do the I actual tried, thing? I tried to learn how to ski, and uh, yeah, it's quite fun. I don't know how it'll work combined with actual combat. It's quite fun to move around that way. <laughs> I don't know how you'll combine that with actually shooting at people and trying to actually hit them. There's uh, one guy who just spouted constantly about whether he was in the Vita, just into the into an IRC channel. Sort of like I do with Eve. <laughs> but he's just typing stuff constantly, and it's like, so I don't really know that much about tries. It's like, are you getting over 200 in speed? Yeah, it does give you a, a speedo, I yeah. think, which is quite hilarious. And of course, the the actual thing that I found re- like was, I'm sure it's really obvious in like, if you've ever played tries before or whatever. <laughs> or yeah. maybe it's not, maybe it's actually new in this version. But the thing where you can, where... There's like an armor attack, you know, an armor mod or something that makes you like sort of heavier or something. Right. But basically it means that if you're standing still and someone hits you, they die. So, so you combine that with a cloak and you just stand on your flag. Oh, that's <laughs> So every time someone tries to pick it up, they just splat onto you and die. Genius. But then there's sort of a counter mod to that, supposedly, that makes it so you can grab the flag from further away. So you, you don't have to directly hit the flag. Genius. <laughs> I think it sounds quite... It looks like it might be quite hilarious fun. I'm Although, sure it's fucking difficult, though. Yeah, well... I bet as soon as you get any one person who's good, good at yeah. manoeuvring... It'd be pretty screwed. 
or or you know the sort of idea of team games in general where if you don't have some kind of coordination because the thing with the skiing thing is once you're up to speed you can't really turn very much like like yeah. you can you i mean you can turn flip around and shoot in in any direction or whatever but you carry on traveling in basically the same direction yeah. so if you're going at insane speed and then your enemy is like coming towards you or just offset or whatever, and you're just sort of shooting each other as you zoom past each other, like, what you really need is some sort of samurai sword so you can have one of those classic sort of like where they they charge each other and then it goes slow mo as they pass. Yeah. And then one person dies. I'm sure a melee weapon in, uh, tries to be really fucking impossible to hit. Yeah, yeah. No, it's got melee, but it's just got quite more range than it looks like it ought to have. Yeah. So it's, the melee is like this far out. But Because uh, I tried it on some bots or whatever. And the melee range, range is surprisingly long, but it would have to be, because otherwise you'd never hit anyone. Yeah. And it's incredibly powerful as well. Naturally. So I suppose if you're... Because there's a lot of verticality as well, because you've obviously got jump jets, so you can go as high as buddy like. Yeah. And someone falling under you is like, chop! <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's all about sort of presumably like things th- things moving and sort of coming together, so you have to lead all your shots and make sure they intersect with where they're going to be at the point where, obviously. Yeah, that's what it's with, all about. Along with you move, moving upwards and outwards, and I don't know. It, looks crazy basically graphically it's like it's very i mean it's unreal engine but and it looks nice enough initially but then you realize that the environments are extreme and then you think oh well these environments are really bare then you realize yes they have to be because otherwise you'd be running into stuff and it would clipping off things and you wouldn't be able to just skate across this crazy hilled very smoothly uh, like they shouldn't have. They almost. It's like they shouldn't have put a grass texture on it. Yeah, maybe. they should have made it like I don't know in virtual space or something. Yeah, maybe <laughs> make a completely artificial terrain. Yeah, I guess. And then it wouldn't have felt bare. It would have felt like you know. Yeah. Manufactured. Yeah, that makes more. Yeah, it's weird because there aren't obviously there aren't any real trees or anything because they get in the way. Yeah. So it's like grass on some hills. It's quite strange. <laughs> but yeah. Unless there's some lore explanation where it's like. This world never <laughs> could support larger than small plants. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Robbery. Yes. So, um, tribes ascend with your job jets. Looks crazy. And for some reason, got a perfect score from Euro again. <laughs> so I have to. Too much yawning on this evening cast. Yeah, I told you guys. Yeah, yeah. Rob's going to fucking fall asleep. Oh, yeah, I, I am. I'm, uh, I'm dying over here. All right. Talk about what you played. Put some uh, effort in. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> That's my summary. Uh, I saw Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed. With your bros. Assassin's with the bro. I haven't got any bros yet. The bro button. Yeah, I've, I've not been blessed with bros. It's, uh, I'm just, it's just another Assassin's Creed game at the moment for me. It's uh, No Mysterious Eagles. The eagle sounds. That's the oh, sound you still, it makes. Oh, you still you still get the eagle sounds, don't you? Like you get the, whenever you do a leap of faith, it plays the eagle sound. Yeah, but it's, there's a different eagle sound you get when you press the bro button. I oh, really. <laughs> so look forward to that. Does it sound like an owl? Does it, like, yeah. <laughs> it does sound like an owl. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's an owl. <laughs> so yes, but yeah, it's it's um, that's all right. I find myself quite liking them. It's like the problem is, is that perhaps 
it, rather expectedly, not enough has changed really since two. There's there's a reasonable amount of changes, but I'm not sure they're all for the better. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of contextual stuff that doesn't make well, I say you know contextual not in the sense of a game mechanic, but in the actual context of the setting that doesn't make quite so much sense anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, your base is a bit shit, and you're well, why are you repairing random bits of Rome? The, the sort of Borgia Tower thing is kind of. I don't know, it feels a little sort of tacked on mm. kind of thing. Not not quite so... Although the Borgia Tower sort of fight sort of idea of taking them down is... Well, not the, not the idea, like the story explanation, but the actual doing of it is is interesting compared to... Perhaps. It's it's okay. Yeah, I mean, I suppose it gives, like, the random sort of, like, in, um, the, the sort of restricted areas of the previous game... Slightly more point than they yeah. did before because they were just sort of there. Yeah. Really? And there wasn't, sometimes you could find them and go, oh, I wonder what's here. And then there's nothing. Mm. And there's <laughs> like nothing at all. Um, so I suppose it's, it's, it's okay. And of course, it does give you some power and it's one of those things to getting full completion. And it's. Uh, I mean, I'm not sure what Assassin's Creed obsession is with doing the whole very completionist sort of thing. Are they, like, trying to be the rock star of these sort of games? Because I don't, I don't really gel with that way of thinking, where there's, like, so much to do. Because the, 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 the feather count seems to be dramatically re- reduced, but then they just replaced it with the Borgia flags, flags, which are the same thing. So now there's two of these random yeah, I don't understand things. That. So why, why two? It's mysterious. I suppose, the, the, but they added a neat thing to that. I suppose where you've se- whenever you've seen one of those things, yeah, it now appears on your map, so yeah. you can figure out how to get to it later. Yeah, that's quite which nice. is quite nice. Because sometimes you'd see stuff on a mission when you're just like, "Well, I've got time to fuck about and go get that." Yeah, I'll have to come back to it later. But then you wouldn't know where to look. Yeah, I mean, I think the graphics are slightly slicker this time. Yeah. Again, I wasn't expecting them to be a notch up after two. I thought, you know, it be another incremental release it would be. But it is noticeable in places where it's just a little bit improved. Mm. Um, it's nice. They've changed the styling slightly on the Animus HUD and all that kind of stuff. There's uh, um, some neat hints on the menu screen of the old Animus, which is kind of cool. Uh, me not knowing how the story goes, I don't know quite how that's going to fit in just yet, but it's kind of neat that it's there. Yeah. It sort of like shifts to the, oh, I remember that style. And it's like, well, that's kind of, kind of cool. Where's that going to go? Where's that, how's that going to come up later on? Um, I, I do, I did find a lot of the intro stuff kind of a bit too much of an attempt to be uncharted. Yeah. If you know what I mean. I know Desmond is Nolan North, but the, that first act in the caves underneath Monta, Monteregioni, or whatever you say, Monte Carlo, um, Marzipan. It was uh, <laughs> just just suddenly like, oh, this is very uncharted, to the point where you know, they're trying to trade off against each other with banter that's very much like um, Nathan and Elena. But quite forced. Kind of, yeah. A little bit forced. And also it seems a bit weird and sort of like occasionally out of place how... What, how does Desmond... Uh, I know the bleeding effect is, like, taking effect and stuff, but, you know, how, why does everyone suddenly trust him to do these insanely acrobatic manoeuvres? Yeah. Like, there's a bit where it's like, oh, we're not going to jump that. And then, then seconds later, you're throwing 
Lucy across a cavern uh, to, to sort of pull something down, where the where the um, of course the ruins seem to have ruined in precisely the same way about three or four times, so you can do the same thing. Of course, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a little crazy. It's, it's kind of a it's, it's kind of a nice setting, but yeah, it's it's a, it's a little bit over gamey. I think that section. Yeah, and it's a, and. and that was actually okay, but later on, of course, the the sort of uh, the platformy challenges, I suppose, sort of return, the sort of temple things. Yeah, and uh, which, which leads... you never really liked, I don't think. Well, no, because the controls aren't precise enough. Yeah, I don't think. I think I'm starting to get the hang of it more often, more, more than I was before. But it, it's taken me a whole two games to start to feel yeah. like I'm getting somewhere with yeah. this control scheme, and it's. And it still does stupid things every day. I'll be climbing a building, and my next move will be to jump 90 degrees away from it into the abyss of nothingness and die horrifically. It's like, why did you do that? Why would you do that? It's you like, just couldn't, even if you wanted to, if you were actually there. Well, the control to do that, supposedly, is to release the stick with right trigger down and then press jump. Right. But it just seems to do it sometimes at random mm. so i'm still pushing the stick that means that doesn't mean jump away from the wall jump it means, space, it means yeah. Yeah, go, carry on you you lose the jump ability which and it doesn't really tell you about uh, a little bit you sort of it plays a metroid card doesn't it this game so you start off for a while with all your all of your abilities from two yeah and then you lose them and then yeah. it takes a little while because it's not completely obvious which ones you've kept and which ones you've lost you keep quite a few um, but not all of them. The jump was one you lose quite... You know, the jump climb. Yeah, that's one you lose. Thing, yeah. Um, so you keep trying to do it for a while. So this doesn't work. Oh, right, I can't. Yeah. Cock. Um, that is probably, so useful. probably led to a couple of the missed jumps because the controls probably didn't know how to deal with it. But it's... Uh, yeah, it was it was a bit, a bit weird. I, I still think the controls need a bit of work. And I think that extends to the combat as well, which... I was expecting to be from what from what you had said in in the past to be a bigger step up, but it's not. It's pretty yeah. much identical to how it was before. They've added a couple of things that do make fighting large groups of guys a bit easier, but I find it just all a bit random. You know, the counter timing seems to vary quite a lot. Like you, you'll do the same move like three or, or feel like at least you're doing the same thing three or four times, and in the luck. And in the last attempt, you'll randomly get hit despite like pressing the counter button just before getting hit by the thing, which is like the perfect time. Yeah, and it will just go, "No, I've hit you instead." And you're like, "Why? Wait, wait, wait! What? What just happened? What did I do differently there that means I've taken damage mm. as opposed to doing a cool ass counter kill?" So I don't know. I, I find combat kind of random. Still. It's, it was, it's not as refined as the Batman system at all. I, well, no, not even, not even remotely. And it's like, in one, it was too simple. It, it got to the point where fighting was always the best option. Yeah. Uh, in two, they made they made it like, they, were the, they made some steps to make it a slightly deeper, but in actual fact, just made it more annoying. That's which I suppose made it like, made you supposed to want to run a bit more, which is kind of a good thing. It sort yeah. of like follows the game's intentions a bit more. Yeah, you're not some master no. killer, or what well, you are, but you're not. You can't just stand and fight like Schwarzenegger. Or yeah, whatever. and I think this one tries to, but yeah, but it does it in a bad way. It doesn't make it hard. Yeah, which would have been the best solution. Yeah. It's like make combat hard, but mm. but fair, and it doesn't feel fair, you know, because it feels it doesn't feel like it's doing what you want it to do. Mm. I think the, the controls in Assassin's Creed are its weakest point, which is a shame. 
because I think the rest of the game's got a lot going for it. Mm. And I'm still going to play it. I still like it. Mm. Uh, it's just that every now and then you're tearing your hair out going, what the fuck did you just do? Like, the full, I totally agree with you on the full synchronization thing. Yeah. It's bullshit. Yeah. It's like the, the, uh, yeah, it's, it's one of those things that you want to get, but you know for a fact it's going to be the most irritating thing to, yeah. to try. Like, the very first one I struggled with, and most of them are quite easy in fairness, but then the, the first temple says, do this in eight minutes. And it's, eight minutes is quite a long time for a time trial-y sort of thing mm-hmm. for a start. So if you fuck it up, it's like, oh, I've got to do a whole other eight-minute run. Mm-hmm. And I did this four times before getting it right. Mm-hmm. Because it requires nothing less than perfection to mm. get to get within the time limit mm. from a slightly imperfect control scheme, mm. which is not the right way to go about it. You know, it's, it's, it's like Ubisoft haven't quite realised that their control scheme isn't dead on yet, mm. and they've actually just ex- you know exaggerated the problem. It's uh, always exacerbated the better word for that. I don't know. Yeah, same difference. Yeah, they've just sort of. Uh, yeah, they, they, they seem to be picking up on the shit points and making a d- big deal of them in a way <laughs> by doing this stuff. So yeah, um, I've got, I finished sequence two with full sync, so I got the achievement. I don't think I really need to bother anymore. Anymore, so yeah. it's a, um, I'll uh, I'll do it where I can. Like I'll, I'll aim for it, but if I fuck it up, then I won't bother replaying. Yeah, good. I think that's um, the best attitude. It took me a while to get that attitude, but I enjoyed it more after I realised that this is not going to happen. Yeah, I, I, I just can't be asked with. The, I know that how long the game is, and mm. I don't think the I don't think Assassin's Creed lends itself to replay. No, not necessarily. So I don't want to be replaying missions. Just you know, that's that's I I don't want to have to do it. Mm. I, I prefer it for the. Sto- I, I, it's one of those games I think I just play for the story. You know, I, I, I could sort of fuck everything else. It's like, I, I like the story in it. It's like, I end up doing the side stuff anyway, but don't know why, really. <laughs> when I think about it, I just end up doing it. But it's, uh, I, I want to see where the story goes. And for that reason, it's genius. So, yeah, that sounds great, Brotherhood. I'm going to keep with it. Cool. Um, I'm trying to think what else I've been playing other than Pinball Arcade, which I mentioned earlier. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else have we been doing? We played Realm of the Mad God some more. Oh yeah, Realm of the Mad God. I forgot about that. I guess we didn't talk about that last time, did we? No, we really talked about it at all, I don't think. What is this? It describes you, you've itself... You've talked about it before. Have I? Okay. At least once. But it describes itself as a bullet hell MMO. Oh, right, yeah. Um, It's kind of apt, I suppose. It's, 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 it's difficult to describe it. Might play better as a dual stick shooter than its mouse keyboard controls. In fairness, because it's too easy to lose your pointer. Yeah, because you, it just uses the mouse as your aim, but it doesn't really have an icon for where your mouse is. And of course, your mouse cursor gets quite tiny on a nice display. So it's like sometimes you're like, just like, where, where the hell am I aiming? <laughs> After a while, I can't really see where my cursor is. Especially um, when you're in a big mass of people who are all shooting. Yeah. <laughs> But the idea is, is it's a fairly simplistic top-down shooter where is you... Is this in a browser or something? Uh, no, it runs as a client. It has a browser but... version. Oh, does it? Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, yeah, it runs as a free-to-play client you can get on Steam. Right. Um, it's a bit buggy, in fairness. The menus are a bit shit. But if you once you get into a game, it's not you don't really have to worry about them anymore. Um, you pick a class, which has a few very varying differences. Like, you'll get a different secondary power and a different... 
range. Range, yeah. Your weapon, your bullets will behave slightly differently. Swords are bullets. Yeah. That you just fire like shorter range bullets that do more damage and that kind of stuff. It's sort of a balancing act for us, you know, the more magical people fire super long range shit all damage shots or mm. have like healing powers or other sort of weird effects like invisibility that lets you like not be seen or shot at for a while kind of stuff. Um, but basically, yeah, you get it, it, it tries to implement some RPG elements because as you shoot, you level up, which gives you more health and slightly better powers and things. And there's loot, which gives you more health again, generally, or more, well, you know, more defense or slightly better yeah. attack power. <laughs> health via defense. And things like that, and it carries on. Um, and the basic idea is you progress around the world, going from, like, easier enemies to tougher enemies, until eventually enough people on the server have... Uh, Killed enough of the super enemies, I suppose, or what the, are they described as gods? Aren't yeah, they? Like, specific you know, enemies, basically. Yeah, that, that, that tend to culminate in the middle of the map. And then uh, the mad god gets angry, and then you go into like an end game process, which is like a super, super hard dungeon or something. But then everyone's in it, so there's like, how many players does it support? Is it like 80 or something? Yeah, it's like 85 per shard. Yeah, so you end up with 85 people in a single dungeon trying to blast their way through it. Cool. Which is bloody mental. And it's kind of, that's kind of the draw. It's like, I love those bits. <laughs> but sometimes it's quite funny because like, you really have to be as high level as you can. But when you, when you start, you play through and you might not actually be max level by the time that event occurs and then it's like oh no I'm in challenge mode now <laughs> it's like do you do you just abandon you just abandon it and come you back can just, later because you can basically there's a keyboard configurable button which is just like a walk to the safe zone right with, that you can just press at any Hyperspace time space sort of yeah kind of so it's like you can do that to, it's like you do that to get out of trouble like when your health is going when you're I mean, like the last bit of your health you just go what <laughs> well the key thing to, the key thing to remember here is that and this is vital to what we just described, is that death is permanent. Yeah. Right. As soon as you die, that's it. Your character is gone. Right. You lose You lose your work. But fortunately, the game sort of runs quite, you know, flows quite fast, I guess. Yeah, there's only 20 levels, and you can reach level 20 in, like, not very long. But if you're on a good streak, you're doing about a quarter of an hour, I guess. Yes. But on a long streak. It took me, like, over an hour to get to, like, 12 once. Yeah, it depends, like... Depends on what happens. Yeah. Or what class you're playing as well. Yeah. That kind of helps in some cases. But then once you reach 20, it's just like you're going for fame, which is basically just how many of kill the big stuff you've killed over time. Yeah, kill big stuff and get eventually better, you'll get, get better. Get some slightly better loot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's, it's, it's sort of strangely addictive, isn't it? <laughs> Considering there's not really much to it. Yeah. No, it's, it's, I don't really know why we ended up playing it for so long. Really. It's, it's sort of, you just end up... Well, it's also going. because the, like, the, the ending event... Only happens very every now and yeah. then, yeah. Right, and it kind of has a has a class unlock system as yeah. well, where you have to get to a certain point with a class, and then it unlocks the next type. So you end up just sort of going, "Oh, I wonder what this is like." And then, like, and when and that we, happens, like sixteen times, doesn't it? Well, like, yeah. And because of those new classes, it's like you you don't want to deliberately kill off your character so you can make a make a make a guy with the new class. So yeah. You're just like waiting for your guy to die. You but if you're doing well, you don't. Yeah. You don't. You don't. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I, I, my, I, I have problems with the with the deaths to a degree because sometimes it just sort of happened for me, and I couldn't figure out what the fuck. Yeah, if you, you can get one hitted quite easily in some cases, even having to be one time. Well, there are some times where it doesn't look like anything's actually happened to my character, or you know, I may have lagged out or something, and it's just like, oh, I'm dead. 
what the fuck just happened? It's like, I didn't see any bullets coming, I didn't see any enemies coming towards me, it's just like, oh, I'm just dead. Which, uh, I think that it would be... From full health on level 20 with some fairly decent gear, you I know, think it's just be, like, what the hell just happened? It'd just be better if it, like, showed what happened for a few seconds Or a afterwards. replay would be lovely. Well, yeah, replay, or just even just carry on for a couple of seconds. Because what it just does is it just freezes and it yeah. fades out. <laughs> yeah, it just goes, just goes dumb. So it doesn't give you even an indication of like what enemies were near you or anything if you weren't if you didn't see them coming. It's also relatively hard to see when people are dying around you. Well, like occasionally you hear you get, the sound effect. Occasionally you get a sound thing. effect, yeah, if you're close enough, and uh, very rarely you'll get like a tombstone. Well, the tombstones stay there. I've, mm, I've seen them sort of like people die and not leave anything. No, they always do. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I've the tombstones don't that. hang around for that long, depending on what level you were. Mm. Like, if you're less than level 20, they only stay there for, like, two minutes. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's that. Yeah. It was um, mentioned on uh, uh, Extra Credits, uh, Games You Might Not Have Tried Part 3. So, you know, it's, it's getting some recognition. <laughs> it's just being there. Yeah. You know, people seem to like for being it. weird. Yeah. It does have a an Avril Money drop system that I'm not quite sure I've figured out quite how that works. Like, you can pay for character slots so you can run multiples at the same time. As far as I can tell, the game only supports American currency, so it might not be available to us. Hmm. Um, everything's marked in dollars, naturally. Um, so I don't know if that's a... I don't know. I'm not sure I'd trust it anyway, to be honest, the way that that thing's written. <laughs> it's a... And I don't quite get the point. It's like, you can open character slots and stuff like that, but what are the other things? They seem to be just purely aesthetic, and it's like, do you keep them? Does it just apply to the character that you're currently running? Does it that, that they mean it's money down the drain when you die? Yeah. It's like, it's all a bit not. It's all a bit unknown. It's like, what does this stuff actually mean? Yeah, the cosmetic stuff does seem... And it seems mostly pointless anyway, because you're just like... Well, a tiny, tiny, tiny pixels. Shitty, yeah. Like, tiny sprite. Yeah, it's utterly pointless, but... It's like, yeah, I don't know. I hope you make I hope you make something out of it, but at the same time, I hope people don't buy the aesthetic stuff. Like buy the character slots, that's probably reasonable. Hmm. So yeah, play it. Give it a try. <laughs> oh, and turn off the music. Yeah, definitely. Well, we if you don't listen turn to off it the music, for about what the fuck are you doing? Listen to it for about five minutes and then turn it off. Because <laughs> good god that loop is short. Short, yeah. And there's only one song. The sound is kind of funny. Well, the sound can be equally annoying because it's just like pew 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 pew, pew <laughs> constantly, yeah. and it's like you even because all you're doing is just shooting all the time. So it's just like you just have a toggle auto fire button. So you don't even have to hold that button. You just turn it on. <laughs> Leave it going constantly. Things die funnily though. It's like the sound of like pirates like bra bra bra. Yeah, the dying is. sounds. It's like I wish the enemies. Sometimes I wish the enemies would have bullet noises though, because I know. It's, yeah, it's, it's it's not really the done thing in like bullet hell shooters, is it? Things don't generally make a shot noise unless it's a super weapon. Yeah, things just sort of appear. Well, it would just be a giant clusterfuck of sound at that point. <laughs> Perhaps. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's already pretty mental when you've got like eighty five players all shooting. Yeah, not that they all make noise. Really. No, other players tend to be quite quiet too. Actually, do they make a sound at all? It's the hit noises that you hear. Oh, yeah. 
Like yeah. when you're beating on those fucking statues at the end of it, and everyone is just firing at it, and it does that phase where it's invincible because it's regenerating health, but everyone just keeps firing. Yeah. It's like. Yeah, so you don't hear them actually shooting. So there's that. Yeah. Play a tiny bit more Sonic Generations. I noticed. Fuck, I love that game. I was thinking about playing it because I saw you playing it. But then I just listened to some Sonic music and I was like, hey. It sated you. Oh, man, that's such a brilliant game. really is. I've finished all the challenges now. Right. Like, all of them. So I've got that Chivo. I've got some red rings to go find. That's probably the last thing in the single player I've got left to do before I start hitting the time trials. Right. Trying to take on some of your times. That's hard. Things like that. Well, you know, I'm pacing. <laughs> it's classic pacing myself. It's one of those PC games that I just sort of like, if I've got like 45 minutes or half an hour before I normally go to bed or something like that, then I'll just quickly fire it up and do a few things. Yeah. It's quite good for those quick blasts. But, oh man, I love that. So good. So good. <laughs> How are they going to top it is my is my problem. How are they ever going to top that? Unless they have some real inspiration and actually start coming up with some <laughs> new stages. Yeah, if they actually manage to make an entirely new idea for Sonic rather than just refining something to actually succeed in refining yeah, it. Yeah, but how do you build... You just, the more I think about it, the more I think, find it hard. It's like, how do you actually beat Green Hill? Or how do you actually beat... Uh, Sky Scan- I love Sky Sanctuary. It's yeah. like more than I did from the original three. I, it was always an interesting stage in three, if and a bit annoying to play. But... Or is it Sonic and Knuckles? That's Sonic and Knuckles, isn't it? Sky Sanctuary. Yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. I think. But anyway, it's it, but it's such a nice-looking stage in Generations. Yeah, and it doesn't play badly either. So, it's, it's, well, with the one exception of perhaps one section in the 3D bit that I've talked about before, where you have to double back on yourself and stuff just sort of appears as you're doing it. Yeah, that bit. But yeah, oh man, it's going to be difficult to beat. Pressure's on. Skies. Pressure, 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 pressure. They haven't really done the DLC that we kind of hoped for, did no, they? No, I predicted that they wouldn't, and then they didn't. Yeah, <laughs> what a surprise. They just haven't bothered. Which is frustrating, because they put, like, they, they mentioned they'd put, like, they said during the development cycles, oh, we've put, like, the, the ability to have DLC in the game. Yeah. And then they put that pimple table in. <laughs> Which I might try, because it's pimple. Oh, it's bound to be terrible, Timbal, though. Oh, yeah, probably. Probably. <laughs> Show my support pictures. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think what else we've been playing. What else have we been playing? Do you know what I've been playing? <laughs> not anything else. Oh, not anything else. Space Invaders Infinity Gene. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was on sale on Xplar a couple of weeks ago. Picked that up, got around to playing it. It's a shooter. Space Invaders. It's fairly simple. The graphics are like. Well, if you've, you've played Groove Coaster, haven't you? So it's the same yeah, style. Sure. The very simplistic, mm. like, silhouette sort of, I guess. Techno silhouette, let's call it. <laughs> <laughs> um, type stuff. It's pretty hard, I have to admit. It's like, I don't think I've got very far through it. And it's it's quite difficult. But, but, but I, I suppose that plays to the game's strength, which is that the more you play it, the more stuff you get. Like, because of the evolution system. Um... If you complete a stage you've never felt before, you've never done before, then you get like uh, more experience. So it's, it's always better to do well than actually progress through the game. But 
Um, even if you don't, you get a little bit of evolution. And it's like the more you do every now and then, you'll get a new ability or you'll level up slightly. So in theory, it gets easier the more you fail as well as the more you do well. Uh, which is a neat concept because it just sort of draws you in. I wonder what's going to come next. Stuff like that. And it's a, it's a little bit cheap in places because like enemies will just spawn sort of where you happen to be or move in from the sides of the screen so fast like in a sort of like kind of action that you just have no chance of avoiding so there's a, there's a bit of memory required to sort yeah. of play the levels properly um which is probably the same as most shooters I guess um but it's not like a to the point of it being a puzzle like a character no I guess not it's just pattern recognition you know you just sort of learn where things are going to be and how you deal with it um, it even offers sort of some weapon variation if you want to fancy playing some of the stages a bit differently, but I'm not sure I recommend that. Just stick to the normal bullets. They're okay for an experiment. They might help you through certain levels, but then you'll just die on the next one because it'll be inappropriate, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's quite good. It's very, as I say, it's very simple. It has some presentation issues. Like if stuff explodes too much, then the sound sort of weirdly starts cutting out like it can't deal with it. Um, because a bit choppy, um, which is a shame. Some of the some of the graphics I don't think work. There's this weird thing that I don't quite understand that I told Zach about. This is, all of a sudden the screen seems to fill with these like flickering sort of circles of stuff that you can sort of shoot that doesn't damage you, but they just look a bit weird. It's like this that the, 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 they it's look like they flicker that the game's got so many so many objects on the screen that it can't. Damn. deal with rendering them all at the same time so they seem to sort of just flicker a bit awkwardly but what the hell they're not there to serve a purpose other than the shooting score points so you know the hell I can deal with that but it's like it's weird because the presentation's a little bit inconsistent in some places that styling is fantastic as I say that sort of simple techno silhouette style so it's, it's like it looks really good and really impressive but it's, then there'll be like a uh, a hard cut as the level ends or something it won't fade out or anything we'll just go cut that level's done and uh, and it's sometimes when to, to move on to from one of those results screens, it takes a fucking age for it to register that you're pressing the button. Or you're just loading. Yeah, this probably is loading, but of course it just says press button to continue, and it's still flashing while you're sitting there going, I'm pressing, I'm pressing, I'm pressing, and then it goes. And it's like, why does it take that long to load? There's oh. nothing to this game. It's like, it shouldn't load, ever. <laughs> Perhaps to start up, but that's about it. But... Oh, and all the sound is basically like it was made on a Mega Drive. Actually. Which is kind of cool. Very old school. Very, uh, I forgot they got like FM9s. And that, that sort of, sort of. Some specific chip. Yeah. What, the sound chip, chip on the Mega Drive? Well, that is, uh, I, don't, I don't know where the phrase comes from. I just sort of see it in. It's, it's like something to do with FM modulation of sound or something. Oh, like, right. Like, and it creates a certain sort of like. How the how guitar sounds used to be on the Mega Drive, you know, that sort of weird, sort of super rough, not quite. Yeah. <laughs> not even remotely right sort of sound, but there's a lot of that sort of going on, which sounds quite cool. Proper retro, proper suiting, which is good. Yeah, it's worth picking up, but maybe not at 800 points. <laughs> Fucking 800 no, no, no. points again. In actual fact, this one This makes, one is old, though. This, this, this one, well, and it's not just that, it's just because there isn't much to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I genuinely don't I think 800 points is a bit much for what it is. Um, 400 Perfect. That's the perfect price point for it. I think there's too many games on Explorer that sort of come in high and haven't gone down. Like, it was only got it because it was on sale, but 400 points is probably the precise amount 
that you should pay for it. So look for it again. <laughs> on sale again. And you can get it on iPhone. So it might be. Hmm. Not sure how that would work exactly. No. Yeah. But it is a, it is available for iPhone. Might play better on iPad, I guess. But... I did play uh, Grid Runner on iPhone. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's good. Uh, mm-hmm. The problem that you would imagine is a problem. Controls? Yeah, so they're fine until your finger's in the way of your ship. Oh, Simple yeah. as that. So you just have to strategically kind of put your finger in the right place on the screen. But the trouble is you can't just say, ah, oh, my ship's at the bottom, I'll put my finger at the top, because you obscure port Then your stuff. hand's in the way. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> for example. Or you can't just put it at the bottom. So basically, you basically have to kind of hmm. move... It works. I mean, you, the control is good enough, but then you always end up, you're like, avoid, 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 and then eventually you've obscured yeah, yourself. Yeah, you know? or you run out of screen yeah, space. exactly. Or... So, but it's pretty cool. But that's the inevitable trouble with it. So, I don't see how they could have solved that. So, they just did the best they could. Yeah. That's fair enough. Hey, yeah, it's strange. Uh, sort of like... I always wish they didn't try and do things like that on iPhone, really. Yeah. It's like, just stick to stuff that's good on touch. Yeah. Fuck the rest of it. Fuck gyro. Break out your angry birds and make loads of money. (laughs) (laughs) You're angry fish. That's how you do it. At least Angry Birds, like, they made tons of money, but at least Angry Birds is, like, a well-designed, like, fun game. Like, when it comes to Farmville, it's like, for fuck's sakes. Burn. (laughs) I saw my hatred of Zynga has has decreased. It's like I hate then I hate it when Zynga tried to do like more gamey games. Yeah, if you see what I mean. They just I, do I, words I, with friends. It's I, fine. But yeah, when they do word games, yeah, not a problem. No problem. When they do sort of like the slightly more I don't know things that might come under parlor games, I guess. Yeah, draw this, uh, isn't it? That's the latest thing, isn't it? Uh, draw, draw something. That's not Zynga. Not them, but that's it, that's, 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 that's the OMG game. pop. Yeah. I, I love that name. Oh my god! Pop. Yeah, I think they were trying to buy them. No, really, they tried to buy Rovio, but they were like, "Fuck off!" Yeah, no way. We're on something too good here, bitches. Yeah. It's definitely a bubble. Instagram for what a billion dollars? No, retarded. That's retarded. That is mental. It's isn't a massive it? bubble, which will pop. Instagram. That Instagram thing is mental. Idiotic. At least Skype is big. You know, when when Microsoft bought it for like free bill or whatever it was, it's like Skype has got quite a track record. I mean, the argument for the the the, the Instagram that Eric kept hearing was they're not buying the app; they're buying all the members. And it's like, but they probably already <laughs> have all those people. Yeah. Who has? Who's got Instagram that hasn't got fucking Facebook? It's ridiculous. It's crazy, isn't it? I don't know. Well, they, well, Google bought Instagram, didn't they? No, no Facebook, Facebook. bought Instagram. Oh, Facebook yeah. Google. Oh, I got that wrong. <laughs> Google acquisitions are much more sensible. <laughs> they bought YouTube. Yeah. Now, that was probably a good idea in the long run. I don't know if it makes money, but... Wait, so, did fa- yeah. so, so Facebook themselves bought Instagram, yeah. not Microsoft no. or Facebook? No, no. Facebook themselves yeah. bought Instagram. And yeah, Microsoft bought Skype. It's hard to see how they're ever going to make their money back from that deal, but at least, at least it's worth having the best VoIP technology and denying it to other competitors. Maybe, yeah. I guess. If you could integrate that into Windows 8, I suppose it'd be quite cool. Yeah, well, that's never going to happen, I suppose, is it? Because always going to... Skype's... The whole one of the point of Skype is that it's multi-platform, so it's on Mac, it's on iPhone. Yeah, that's on... true. If they suddenly started locking that down, it would be MSN. 
Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I don't know what the deal with was with that. I mean, eBay bought Skype, and they thought, oh, people will obviously talk about their auctions using Skype. It'll clearly help us. No, why would you do that? It's bizarre for eBay. Yeah. Well, they they were the owners, right? And then Microsoft right. pulled it off them. Don't know. Anyway, we're coming to the end of this podcast. We made it somehow. We made it. We're like way too much filler. Yeah. You can tell by the sound we've got more tired as <laughs> yeah, it goes on. tell we didn't talk about what I played. <laughs> yeah, because you usually yeah. Because that's when the noise happens. talking in the news section. I played Minecraft and yeah. I played Eve, both not very much. I love do. Yeah. We've talked about it now. I was going to tell you about the ridiculousness of my Minecraft clocks, but they're just Minecraft, Minecraft clocks. Wait mm. until the next time. Tick so, yeah. follows top, follows tick, follows top. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on the Salacast. See you next time when we won't be so exhausted. Woo! Bye! Yippee! What are you expecting? What?